check, check, check. Maximum. Minimum. Millennium Falcon. Han Solo Yoda. We're sounding pretty good. Those are the levels, and we're going to stick with them. Did you guys miss me? Man, I missed you. Feels like it's been forever. But I have been working away the entire time. Trust me. If you saw that last edit, the last uh, episode six, you know, that was a doozy. That ended up being 33 minutes long. And if you know anything about um, non-scripted material, cutting something down, distilling it down into that, it takes a while. But I loved it. I thought that was a badass ride. I wish we had more time. Um, but I was lucky to get the days that I got with the boys because they're busy people too. But we did it, and it's out there. If you haven't seen the video yet, whatever you're listening to, just jump over to YouTube and check out the video afterwards. Or if you're on my website, obviously you can probably see the link right next to whatever you clicked on to listen to this. So go check out the series if you haven't seen it yet. And I'm very excited. I think we we really got something here, guys. Six episodes? Come on. This is turning into a real show. You can kind of like binge that now. And I have no intention of stopping. So can you imagine once this thing gets some momentum and possibly we're, we're streaming with a budget and a crew, I can kick these things out so fucking quick? It'll be amazing. That's right, Netflix. That's right, Sony Pictures, MGM, Amazon Prime. We're coming for all of you. We're going to be on all of them somehow at once. So before we get started, let me tell you how it works. This is a completely self-funded project. I shoot and edit everything. It's a lot of wear and tear on my bike. It's a lot of wear and tear on my camera gear. And it's a lot of wear and tear on my time because I have to throw a lot of time to crank these things out. So if you want to help support this show and this project, this is the arrangement I have. I don't have sponsors. What I have are relationships with a couple really great companies. One being Wesco Boots, the other being Tellison Denim. These are two American-made companies that have very ethical, sustainable, and um, just quality control practices in what they make. I'm looking at the boots right now that we've designed with Wesco. These are the perfect motorcycle boot, styling-wise and function-wise. Go over, check those out. The denim that I make with Tell that we've made with Tellison goes along with the boots make a purchase my book's on there too that money goes right into the show and we keep going so there's no false advertisement here all right i'm not i'm not accepting solicited ads unless you are an american-made brand who wants to work with me hit me up we'll talk but this is the arrangement i have now and it's working out so far and thank you for all the orders by the way anybody who's got boots for me i know that the um the build time on these is a while, but you don't understand. These things are made by hand uh, in the factory in Oregon uh, under some master craftsmen. And uh, that's what quality takes. And you're getting that. So thank you to everyone who supported the show and enjoyed it so far. And I do get, I do get your DMs. I do get your emails. I try and answer everything. I know I don't get to all of it, but... Um, it's really encouraging, and thank you for reaching out. And some of you have, been, have even donated on um, PayPal, which has been amazing. You know, that's always an option, too. 
you can go to my PayPal and just drop whatever you want for the episode. I know that some of these things on streaming are $3, $5. I don't know. I, I never buy movies. But um, anyways, you've been a great audience. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and the top of my heart. From the bottom to the top, thank you. And I really appreciate it. So I think that's bringing us up to speed. I don't like doing these intros. I don't. I, there's a certain amount of pressure that comes with them. Sometimes I think it'd just be better to go f- straight into the interview and then wrap it up. But it's. I think it's important to give a little bit of an introduction into what you're about to get into. There's a certain amount of pressure that comes with that, especially with this one, because I'm talking about my best friend and there's 10 years of history there. And that's, I don't want to leave anything out. And I know there's not enough time to get to everything that I want to say. So just know that uh, this interview is special to me because Snake is my best friend and he has been since the day we met. And we fucking hit the ground running, man. And we're still running. A decade later. Uh, yeah, he called me up and said, you want to you wanna move to L.A.? Help me build this dream motorcycle live workspace clubhouse and I said yes yes I do and I did and that changed the trajectory of my life immediately so Snake's been an enabler to me I think we have been to each other for for a long time now I'm very grateful for that chapter so we talk about the shop and we talk about a lot of the miles we talk about some of our bikes ups and downs with that we're married now so that's changed a lot of our lives we're both out in the desert uh, not married to each other married to beautiful talented women that uh, we we talk about them too because they should be talked about <laughs> god yeah actually we did this interview long enough ago that I I don't I honestly don't remember what we talked about. There's some funny shit in there though. Trust me. It's worth listening to the whole two and a half hours, believe it or not, that we were yakking. I know that we rant and rave, which is always entertaining because when you get snake wound up, that's fun to just let him go. Uh so just a little um I guess disclaimer that a lot of the misgivings that we've had with some of these institutions we're discussing are years of frustration that come out in this uh, yeah so anything we say about harley or tire companies or these things are just they're just like walls we've beat our heads against for a long time but lucky for you that might be very entertaining um i say we just get to it Right? You guys want to hear Snake? I think you do. Let's just get into it. Snake Dumpster. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. So this this mic is directional. So gotcha. So you can hear yourself, right? Yeah. So when you're getting too loud, it means you're holding it too close. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so I can hold it. Uh, if I can hear myself, that's usually like a good volume. Yeah. This, I'm very new to this. What so. you want to do that I've learned and learn the hard way is try and match the other person's volume. Ah. You know what I mean? Like okay. in your head in your headphones. Okay. So and I can actually look at the levels. 
See, I'm learning too. Yeah. This is for you as well. Oh, thank you. In case you I get parched. Well, I was stuck on the side of the road for a couple of hours earlier. <laughs> so, as we usually are. Rough day, man. Yeah, it was, you know, it wasn't that bad. No. You know, we've been in way worse situations. Yeah. But it was just kind of a bummer. You know, it was one of those, yeah, we're going to go. It's going to be awesome. We're going to go hike around. And, and then it was just like, oh, uh, you guys are going to go hike around and ride around. I'm going to sit here and uh, try to fix this. I'm going to work on my bike. Fucking mess. The whole time. Yeah, and of course, every time you break down, not every time, but there's just no goddamn shade. So, Never. No. And it was right by the <laughs> fucking in between, what is it, the palms and Amboy. And it's just. It's the surface know. of the moon right there. I think it was like 100 degrees. Yeah. Which wasn't actually that bad. And well, when like, we pulled up and I saw you had made a little shade cover <laughs> and looked like a hobo with a panhead. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's all right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was well, rushing the whole time. So I was like, there was a couch right there <laughs> that had been sitting there for some oh, don't, time. Don't and sit I, on that couch. I started to pull it out of the weeds <laughs> and I was going to make like a little makeshift kind of <laughs> shelter, you know, and I was like, you know, I don't know how many fucking scorpions or snakes yeah. are in there. There's like, a few. Maybe not. There's maybe, a few. Maybe I'll just use this shitty bush yeah. and do that. It looked like you'd you'd done well for yourself there. Yeah, it was the sun was getting high though, so I had my my Chasing shade was, little shade yeah, was diminishing, yeah. and I was kind of by the time you got there, kind of curled up in a ball, like, yeah, trying to stay in the shade. But yeah, you're you're smart to have brought a little uh, a little covering. Oh, that wasn't even me. I can't even take credit for that. That was Emily. Oh, God. So she was like, I got this blanket. And I was like, yeah, just in case I get cold, I'll take it. What's it What's it like traveling with your wife on bikes? Um, Is it, it, it's awesome. I mean. I'm sure. It's it's rad that we can share that. Um, what do you like more, having her as a passenger or having her on her own bike? Uh, Well... I, I like having her on her own bike for, you know, a number of reasons, obviously, you know, it's like, you know, kind of a pain in the ass having somebody on the back yeah. of your bike yeah. for long distances. Yeah. You can't pack as much. And... No, I mean, if you're going distance, that's not going to work. Yeah. You know, it's somebody, you know, you need room for your sleeping bag, your tent, yeah. your shit, you know, it's like extra parts, tools, blah, blah, blah. So and... sitting on the back, that's where your shit goes. Yeah. So it's, yeah. but I mean, the, the, Thing is, I, w- I was so excited when she wanted to get a bike and wanted to get into bikes. And at the time, I was like, okay, you know, we'll try this out. And I was pleasantly surprised because you know how many people say they want to get into bikes or they want to, you know, I'm just like, well, but do you? Yeah, do right. You, do you really? Do you, take like, that? Do you, do yeah. you know what like, this actually take that entails? Dive. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, this is a pain in the ass. Yeah. And, you know, the kind of bikes we like and the kind of trips we like to do. It's not easy. It's a it's it's a fucking hassle. Like today was a perfect example of that. You know, it's yeah. just like yeah, we're just gonna ride to Amboy. It's two hours away. We'll go hike around. It'll yeah. be awesome. And it's like my bike shit out halfway through, and I was just like, well, this would have been a twenty minute fix, but I brought the wrong fucking belt. Yeah. You know, so it didn't fit. <laughs> you didn't count like, the teeth before yeah, you left. Yeah, yeah, it was just a little too short. So one tooth. But when when she wanted to get a bike I was excited and I was like hell yeah and then she started to learn she had never ridden a bike before and uh, that was exciting and terrifying all at the same time Um, at first you know she just stayed in the neighborhood and cruised around and did stuff like that which was fine you know she'd call me every once in a while she's like ah 
I knocked the bike over. Yeah, can you help, help me pick it up? I'm like, yeah. And she's like right around the block, you know, mm-hmm. to drive and pick it up for it. I'm like, there you go. And now she can, you know, handle it herself. And she's a little more, yeah, it's been a year now. So she's a little more experienced. And I mean, you, I don't know. She handled it like she trained. Yeah. Like she practiced. I'd see her. She used our house as a turnaround yep. point. And man, when I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't think I ever did that. No, no. You know what I mean? No. She took it. She took the responsibility. She took it seriously. For what it is. Yeah. yeah. And and she got after it, man. I was, I was extremely proud of her. Yeah. Um, and I don't worry about her as much. When, when she said she was going on her first ride, you know, by herself, she went with Layla, her yeah. friend. And she was like, we're going to go to Amboy. And I was like, oh, God. There's you nothing know, I, out there. No, I was. I'm in LA working, and yeah. she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go to Amboy." And I hadn't had a ton of time to work on her bike, so it was kind of being a little finicky. It turns out it was timed 180 off, and the carburetor was all fucked up. <laughs> so it's an amazing testament to yeah. what they can do. Yeah, totally. So it wound up shitting out a bunch of times, you know, and they'd go like 10 miles at a time on the way back. But she made it back. Sounds like and, one of our trips, exactly. So, <laughs> but I'm extremely proud of her, and I'm stoked that she's doing it. She's learning um obviously it's her you know she's very new to it so it's you know the things that come with experience that you you know you and i take for granted you know it's like you know even just turning you know in a canyon and uh deep sand on the side of the road or you know pulling off to the road far enough to where it's like well if some dipshit isn't paying attention he veers off a little bit he's like he's gonna clip you You there's so many dangerous things we don't consider anymore just little things it's little things like that that we don't think about because we just do it yeah because we've been in those situations but it's like i see her doing these things like oh wait wait wait," you know but i don't want to be that person who's overbearing and like well you should do this and you should do this and you should do this and this is how it's you know those are things you should figure out on your own obviously i don't want her to get hit by a car or well, fall yeah, and, sure, you know, sure, shit sure. like that. So, you know, the big things, I say something, but the little things, you know, I just, yeah. she'll figure it out. If she asked me for advice, you know, I'd gladly give it to her, but, um, it's not an issue of safety. Just let her learn. Yeah. And she's doing a fucking hell of a job. She's doing a great job. She really she's is. loving it. She loves it so much. That's and so cool. man. That is what I'm excited about is, you know, we've done a couple trips. Like, we rode to Vegas uh, once and back, you know, and then we rode to Park, Arizona and grabbed lunch and came back. So we've done a couple lengthier yeah. trips, but we haven't gone camping yet. And okay. Well, I'm for a year in, she's been riding a lot. Yeah, she rides a ton. You know, even if it's like she's just like, I'm going to go on a rip, she'll just take off for an hour and just go cruise around. And well, she's going to have to join us one of these days. I know. I'm excited for it. She's... And it's one of those things I, I you know, I, I, I've told her before and every once in a while I'll drop, you know, and I'm just like, well, it's just like, you know, it's like skating and snowboarding. It's like if you ride with people who are better than you, that will push you to become a better rider. And I feel like that's the same with anything. Absolutely. If you're a racer and you race with better racers, you're going to push yourself. You just naturally push yourself harder. We absorb and, shit. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's, you know, if you're riding with people who are, you know, at the same level or sub, you know, below your uh, experience level, you're not going to push yourself very hard. You know? It's like every time I go dirt biking with someone good, I must look like a crazy man. <laughs> All I'm trying to do is keep up with these assholes. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm literally going twice as fast as I usually go totally. through this, but 
I'm going to try and catch you. But it's pushing you. It's pushing And you're you. learning more yeah. as you're doing it. Whether you, I mean, most of the time, you're probably terrified. Oh, sh- shit. You're like, I'm going to sh- fucking, I'm going to eat shit. I'm going to hit a boulder. I'm going to go over the fucking handlebars. Yeah. I'm going to run into a goddamn cactus. You yeah. Know, whatever it is. Uh, but what you're doing with that fear is you're essentially stacking up experience. Yeah. And skill and yeah. it's you know it's a slow process but it you know if if you push yourself you know comfortably you know you you will become a better rider and it's like that's like when you and i ride together or we you know we when we lived in la when we cruise around to the bars and shit and you know riding with like a few other people it's like God, that's some of the funnest shit ever it really it's like, is smash- it's so dangerous <laughs> it's, no, so it's super fun. dangerous but like smashing through la yeah. on a chopper in between traffic with your buddies. Yeah. And it's like, dude, we're not getting pulled over. There's a fucking, there's so much traffic. Like, no. What are they going to do? Are, how the yeah. hell are they going to no catch you? no fucking way they're catching up yeah. with this. So. They like wave. Yeah. They're like, ah, whatever, yeah. you know, but even bike cops are kind of like, mm, they may yell at you over the speaker, but right. Which has happened to me before. Yeah. I, know, I was right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, are they having a conversation yeah. right hey, now? You're riding like an asshole. It's yeah. Like, oh, I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things that you slowly build up. But I'm excited to go camping with her, and you know, she she wants a bigger bike because when we rode to Vegas, my bike I broke down. Again, yeah, obviously. And she, of course, she did. She, she. Uh, I was really impressed with this. She, she had to drive right up a way to get service to call AAA for me, and she came back. She was like, "All right, well, AAA's coming." I was like, "All right, cool." She's like, "Well, I'm just gonna keep going." and i was like like, holy shit i was like i mean yeah you should like like that is exactly what you should be doing it's like there's zero reason for you to sit here and wait with me that's my wife i was like that's my girl so yeah she's like yeah fuck this i'm going i was like yeah babe dude that's that's sexy yeah so she takes off by the time i caught up with her at the you know I, i got a tow to vegas and this dude john uh God, I think his name is John. Grossman hooked me up with him. And uh, he's a little older. He's probably in his 50s. But, God, he had a fucking couple containers just full of parts and shit like that. And I called him on the way, and I was like, yeah, my generator shit out. It's not charging. He's like, oh, I got a ton of that shit. I was like, sick. Never met this guy before. And he's just like, yeah, just bring it over. You know, I took my generator apart, and he was like, oh, yeah, your brushes are just dead. Here you go. Just tossed me a couple brushes. I put them back in, fired them up. He was like, all right, man. I was like, all right, where you go? <laughs> yeah, I was like if you're ever in Yucca Valley, yeah, hit me up. You got a place to stay, and he was like, "Cool." He was super awesome. But uh, when I caught up with Emily back at the hotel, you know, she told me she was like, "Yeah, it was fine until I got on the freeway." She had never ridden on the freeway by herself, oh, or at all. And she got on the freeway, and she was like, "Fucking terrifying." She's like, "I was pinning it." Yeah, and cars need a were bigger blasting bike. past me. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, you need a you need a bigger engine. You know? Man, that makes me feel better about our bikes, I guess. Yeah, because you know, fucking seventy year old motorcycle, they can keep up. We never have a problem keeping up with whatever pace of traffic. No, I mean, unless you know somebody's smashing at a hundred. And so yeah. I mean, my bike. Well, we do that too. Yeah, <laughs> my bike can go ninety. Yeah. I know, but it's not comfortable. And I know my bike doesn't like it. Yeah. You're taking some time off the life. Yeah, for sure. It's like you can just tell your bike is like, fuck you. And it's just like, well, she's doing it. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember when we did your bachelor ride, 
and we pinned it between like Joshua Tree and Twenty Nine Palms. Remember when we hit it real hard going out of town? Yeah, we we're smashing. What and I was did still drunk from the night before? And yeah, why. I was fucking. This, like I think I almost ran off the road like three times. Well, it took a while for everyone to catch up, mm-hmm. and Ratty said he was doing well over a hundred to try and catch us. Yeah, on his fucking on his Dyna Dyna, and um. I mean, I knew we were going fast because I could barely hold on the seat. But uh, was that? Did your heads explode after that? Remember, or had you yeah. fixed your heads by then? No, they were good. Not. I'm not saying on that trip, but I'm saying Af- it was after that trip. I went on Adam's uh, Man Boys, his birthday ride, the Crab Crawl. Yeah, and is that when you're? Shit. That's when it shit out. I I drove yeah. to his house, unloaded my bike, and we rode to um, yeah. Hog Supply in L.A. And when I got to the gas station just up the street, my bike was doing that weird like, yeah. like kind of breathing in and out of the carb, which mm-hmm. I thought didn't sound right. I was like, this, is, this sounds weird. I've never heard that before. And yeah, so that's when that started happening. But it was probably because... Because that's, beat the shit yeah. out of it on the um, Bachelor ride. Yeah, I was trying to put that together because that was like the next big ride that you did, and I saw yeah. that happen. I was like, Whoa. and I had to cut it short. We got to like Santa Barbara, and they were gonna keep going north, and I was kind of stressing out. I was like, dude, man, that's we're a- just going farther away from my home. Yeah, and yeah. If I, I need to go home. Yeah, I was like, I'm going. <laughs> I need to go back in that direction. If my bike shits out, you know, I was like, I'd like to be closer to home. That's whatever, the price so. you pay for hot rod. Yeah, it's true, man. I mean, it's fun and like doing wheelies and shit like that, but that's probably why I go through belts and transmissions. Springers. And, yeah, my, my front end has cracked so many fucking times. Like, by, I, now I don't even take the time to make it look good. Yeah, it'll just be one solid weld, weld just all the way down. Eventually. Yeah. It's like I used to take the time to clean it and make it look good and like remove it and. You know, we file it down and yeah. make it, you know, and now, posh. now, yeah, now I'm like, I mean, fuck this. Like, it's going to break again. I don't give a shit. Pish you know, posh. So, yeah. But, well, the wheelies are cool enough. I mean, I guess. I've, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to build a wheelie bike. I mean, it's fun. I, I'm definitely not the, like, as many as I do on that bike. Like, I cannot, like, if you put me on a dirt bike. Like, you would think that I could pop up a wheelie and just ride it down the fucking street. Yeah, it's a little different. Can't do that. Yeah. Like, I cannot hold a wheelie. I yeah. can bring the front end up, and then it comes right back down. Yeah. And it's, like, that's the extent of my skill. It so, takes yeah. it takes some fucking practice, man. I well, practice like, wheelies all the time. I can barely do them it, still. It's fucking impossible. I watch, yeah. like, BOC or, like, Eric Craig or those guys. Like, that motherfucker can bring it up on any surface too yeah and just haul ass down the street and I, you see they're like let knees moving back and forth yeah. like they're balancing and I'm just like yeah I think I just don't have the bandwidth yeah to deal with that well it's know. like the time the time put into it and a powerful bike really helps too like having one that can get up in the dirt and in the sand yeah I yeah. just I don't know I, I'm working on it I'm yeah working on we're, it. we're getting there we're, I, we're in our 40s now so I like sitting on your bike and being like, man, I should build a long bike. But then I see like a picture of myself on a long bike, and I'm like, dude, I look so dumb. Yeah, well, you just gotta build a shorter long. A bike. shorter long bike. Scale it down a do. little. I I will do it. Like, and I don't. <clears throat> I have this straight leg frame in the garage, and I've kind of gone through every little comp of what it could be. And I think it's gonna be like a like a 
kind of long bike. Yeah. But tall. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rake it so that I actually so kick the front up. So it looks like I'm doing a wheelie without yeah. doing anything. Well that's how you do it and then the wheelies will just murk. Exactly. Just to, you know, build a big stupid sissy bar like yeah. mine and it that thing weighs like fifty fucking pounds. And so. some uh what are they called? The little wheels? Uh Oh, training like, wheels. Yeah, training just, wheels. Or like a wheelie bar. You that's put, how you got to learn. At the top of your sissy bar, you put a skateboard wheel. You could do that. You should do that anyway. And then when you wheelie, if you loop it, it'll just kind of ride on that. I don't um, know. They're fun. I mean, yeah. long bikes. I fucking, I did not like long bikes. Um, and I mean. they. I can't see you on anything else. Now. I know. I And neither can I. But, I mean, you know, and I'm sure everybody else, you know, your, your taste and style of, uh, what you know what you like like yeah. what what your you vision. want to ride yeah your vision you're like oh i want to build this you know it's like you start out building one thing and it's like it takes a left turn somewhere you're like oh actually this looks better or whatever or this feels right and it's like i thought they looked so stupid and i'm not saying they don't still but they're they're pretty silly looking. <laughs> you make them look pretty cool i mean they're pretty sit thank you but they're <laughs> silly looking bikes you know it's like oh god like what is that it's like a circus but what changed it for me was I sat on uh, Devolina, yeah, Grossman's bike, or it wasn't, his, you know, he owned it but sold it. Um, but it was in the shop when, when he and I lived together, and it was just sitting there, and I was like, let me sit on this stupid thing. <laughs> I sat Careful on what it. you wish I for. I know. I sat on it, and I put my feet up, and I was just like leaned back on the seat, and I was like, holy shit! It felt like this bike was made for me, and. It felt so comfortable, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll build a long bike. That bike kind of changed it for the game for a lot of people, I feel like. When it sold for what it sold for. Oh, dude, that was ridiculous. Because before that, I mean, long front ends and, and that chopper like stuff. choppers, yeah. Like, it was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the day I knew the tides had turned, there's this, there's this old English guy. He wasn't that old, but he just looked old. <laughs> in Seattle called English Andy who had all the old um, very period uh, Harley Davidson's and Indians and he always talked so much shit on choppers yeah like well those old like uh, full resto guys yeah oh yeah they hate fucking choppers well they did and he was one of them like he was one of those dudes that had a bike on Pebble Beach every year you know what I mean and then he started getting chopper shit and treating it like those prices. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Here and we go. Fucking the prices just jacked up. And yeah. It's like, and it's like people talk about like, oh, 20 years ago, you know, panheads and knuckleheads weren't that expensive. I remember 20 years ago. Yeah. I remember looking at prices of those bikes. They yeah. were still fucking expensive. They were expensive. still expensive. Yeah, this yeah. is bullshit. Oh, you get one for five grand. No, you could not. Yeah. I would have had one. You know, it's like you could not get a fucking knucklehead. You can knucklehead. still get a fucked up panhead now for like not the whole bike, but like a motor, you know, no oh, title. Like eight grand probably. Yeah. You get a basket case. Yeah. Yeah. For a good deal. But I mean anything worth a shit like you're gonna have to do a ton of work oh my god and yeah. you're gonna pay for it in the long run like, anything even if it's a nice expensive bike you're gonna have to do a lot of work yeah it's like i mean i wound up getting a hell of a deal on my bike on on my panhead from because you owned the shop wow i mean <laughs> grossman and i and davy were you know we started the chun together and i mean grossman's like the the ultimate 
He's the wheeler dealer. Yeah, he's the ultimate fucking dude. You know, yeah. he's always got a bike, or he's got, I mean, not a bike. I mean, the motherfucker has like, you know, 12 sitting around or 15. Who knows? And, you know, he's just like, yeah, I got that. Oh, I got this. And he's just, I remember when I was building it, I was like, oh, man, I need a, what am I going to do for a front end? He goes, I got the front end for you. And he fucking, <laughs> he comes walking out of his room and he's got this giant fucking front end and he just plugs it in. And he goes, whack out. And he's like, there it is. And I was just like, all right, that's it. How much you want for it? You're yeah, a hell of like, a salesman, Ryan. I mean, I feel extremely fortunate because, I mean, I essentially had the guy. But it's like if I needed anything, I was like, fuck, I need a wheel. And he's like, I got you. Yeah. You know, and I was like, yeah, I had to pay for it. But it was like I didn't have to go anywhere. It was so fucking easy. And then now I'm building that shovel head, and I'm like, man, this is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, I got to track all this shit down. I need or I got to buy it on the brand new online yeah. or whatever. And I'm just like, man, this was so much easier building a bike when I lived with the guy. Yeah. And, yeah, that's so you know, true. I don't know. They're a bitch. I like riding them a lot more than I like building them. Yeah, me too, man. That's for sure. That's why I will never be a bike builder. I've seen that curse. That's the thing. It's like... Uh, Fuck, I was talking to Koski years ago. Like, fuck, this is probably 10 years ago. Well, yeah, because he he's been gone for a while. Or did he come back? Mm, no, he came back to like get some shit and then went, like left again. But, okay. Yeah, I think he got kind of shooed. That was a while ago, though. Yeah, that was a while ago. But he... I remember talking to him. I was just like, yeah, so he like... Like, which is, which is your bike, you know, in his shop? And he's got all these fucking bikes. And he's just like, none of them. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean none of them? He's like, I don't ride. Huh. I was like, why the fuck don't you ride? And he's just like, dude, if you work on them all day, obviously it didn't sound like that. Yeah. He had the thickest Japanese accent I've ever heard. But he's like, when you when you work on them all day, you don't want to fucking ride them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess not. Like that. I mean, there, there are a few people who I think can make bikes... And this goes for anything, you know, uh, any sort of industry. You know, you make what you love your work, and you either fucking love it, which I feel like a few number of people yeah. can do that, or it winds up jading you and, like... You ruin it for yourself. You ruin it for yourself. Yeah. You're like, man, this was... I loved this. This was awesome, but now I fucking can't stand it because every time I look at a motorcycle, I think about some shitty customer yeah. who's asking me to do this. And, well, can't you just do this? I'm like, well no I can't just do that like that takes a lot of fucking work and like you know like fabricating stuff is my favorite like oh can't you just you know make them look like this I'm like well not really yeah. I mean yeah maybe but and like, that will take a lot of time it's and gonna money. take a lot of time for me to figure out how to do it and like make it look good and make it you, you know, know how many couples get divorced through home remodels I've heard this. You know, and, yeah. and you think about like two people trying to do something as specific as a custom motorcycle. That like, sounds like a fucking nightmare. Oh, dude. Yeah. You might as well just get divorced right away. I did it once. I worked on someone's bike. And I mean, it was Steven's bike. Yeah. And he was like, he was going to take it to somebody else. And I won't tell, I won't mention who. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm going to take it to him. And I was like, oh, God, don't do that. It's like, <laughs> it'll fall apart and you'll die. Um, I was like, fine, I'll fucking do it. I was like, but this is what we're doing. We're doing this, this, and this. And he's like, yeah, that's it. And as time went on, the add-ons came. Yeah. Well, well, let's do this and let's do this and let's do. And this is no, you know, I'm not giving Steven shit. Like, this is what happens in every 
case. Yeah, your vision changes. Your vision changes, or it's like, oh, fuck, well, let's just do this as well. It's like, well, that's going to take a lot more time, and that's not really what I signed on for. Like, I signed on for essentially attaching your crazy Frank's fender onto your bike and, like, making that work. This went from a bolt-on situation to a full... But it's never a fucking bolt-on situation. No, ever. 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 It's never like, oh, it's a bolt-on shit, and it's like, no, it never is. Right out of the box. Yeah, brand new fucking... That's like V-twin shit. The V-twin hour. Dugan said it the best. He's like, V-twin... They're not shitty parts. It's just a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. you got to fucking at least put an hour in yeah. to make it work with whatever you're doing. It's, and it's the like, V-twin hour. And it's like, yeah, it sounds nice. It's like, oh, it's just bolt-on. It's like, no, no, it's not. It's not fucking bolt-on. It never is. I've done, I've done several bikes for people. And the last one I built, last one I built was with Justin. I, we, we built his panhead. Chowan. Yeah. 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 And he wanted great bike. It's a great bike. It's yeah. a great bike. It's but great bike. the reason I agreed to do it is because he's a great person. He is. And I told him, I was like, "I'll do this. I'll do this for you." But anytime I'm working, you're here learning because yeah. you're going to have problems, and you need to be able to disassemble yep. and understand what you're doing and have the confidence to do that. And sure enough, man, every minute I was working on that bike. He was there. He'd bring shop rags. He'd bring a notebook. He was writing things down like he was learning and having a blast. Yeah. And those are the – like if I could build build bikes for people like Justin, yeah, I'd do it. It's almost like cool. a class. Yeah. Like well, he gives a, a shit. He does give a shit. And then you know. when we took him on the road on this trip, like how fun was it to have him on, on this fucking trip? Yeah, it was sick. I mean other than the fact that he has a great attitude and he was kind of the – He's hilarious. Like, yeah, he was like the comedy relief. Yeah, you know, it was just like, all right, cool. This is this is nice. You yeah. know, he, easy, super easy going. Yeah, you know, do whatever, and it's just like, all right, cool. But yeah, I mean, how many people do you know that couldn't do that? You know, be put oh, in that situation. Most of them, countless people. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like, what are we doing? This is a pain in the ass. We're still. Should we call someone? You know, fucking. He's like, just shut up. Just <laughs> fucking shut up and sit over there and fucking just stop talking and let me and Todd fix this thing, you know. And, and that obviously wasn't the case with Justin. But, um, you know, yeah, God, that's the other the thing that um, when people are like, oh, do you want to go on this ride? Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, tell me, that, you know, like, what's the deal with it? And it's like, oh, well, it's going to be like, you know, like 30 people all on old bikes. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> who all right i need a list of i need names. a list yeah, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. gonna need a list of names yeah. uh because i need to know who's like who can work on their fucking bikes and it's yeah. like i'm gonna be out of parts by the time i get to where i'm going well it's yeah. like i i mean i go on rides to enjoy the fucking ride and yeah sure breaking down and helping your buddy out is part of that ride but if i don't fucking know you and you don't keep your shit in working order like i understand shit happens like belts fucking roach or you know sure. things go out you, you know, can't like, oh, plan my condenser shit out you know and it's like when does that ever happen you know but every yeah. once in a while it fucking does or like that perch remember my condenser perch yeah. the, the perch broke and it was bouncing around but you look in there it looks like it's good yeah so it's like shit like that. i understand shit like that happens yeah. but it's like you know the the guys who just you know i don't know it's you know duct tape and fucking bailing wire and like shitty fucking sketchy. booger welds and just sketchy as shit and z- like zip ties everywhere sketchy. you're like i'm like dude i'm not stopping to help you because this is not you can't put a band-aid on that yeah it's like this whole bike <laughs> is a fucking band-aid you know it's like <laughs> do you take this shit home and <laughs> build it properly and do the 
fucking miles to shake it down to know what's going to hold and what's not. Yeah. And, I mean, I love riding with people, but, dude, the more people you tack onto a ride, the longer your day gets. Yeah, absolutely. And at some point, it's like, hey, man, like, fuck you. I'm going to the campsite where there's a pool or a fucking swimming hole or whatever, a titty bar or fucking whatever, you know, like... Tom Tom Jones is the epitome of like he's like the ultimate casting agent for a ride because <laughs> if he like knows that you can make the cut yeah, he's like yeah. all right you're hired yeah, and you're yeah. cruising down the road anything goes wrong man he is on it like that because he knows like yeah. you've put the time in if he doesn't know you and Tom it, doesn't hold back either, no, he will fucking let you know if he doesn't know, know you <laughs> and your shit breaks down and you don't have that tool yeah. he's like you fucking like, dumbass what the fuck are you thinking yeah. like yeah what are you doing here he's like you know what fuck you I'll I'm see leaving. you in yeah. Seattle yeah, exactly he's, he's out he gave me shit I remember I ran into him uh, I rode to Giddy Up one year by myself well, like I, I left by myself met up with uh, Paul from Vegas mm-hmm. and Zia on the way and uh, I didn't know anybody who was going to be there. So I was just like, oh, fuck. You know, you roll into a new state, never been there. You know, all these people. You know, it's the chopper scene. Everybody's yeah. tough. It's a know. little different when you go somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. like, I don't know anybody. I was like, oh, fuck. You know, so, you know, rolling in, I'm like, uh, you're rolling in on a bike like mine. You know, I'm just like, I don't know any of these guys. I think I'm like, <laughs> everybody's looking everybody's at looking me. Everybody's looking at me. I feel like a fucking clown, you know. <laughs> and it's just like, I hear Tom and Dallin, Snake! And I look over and I was like, oh shit. You know, and the two of them rode their panheads down and they're just under this tree. And I was like, oh, sick. just fucking, you know, stopped and backed in right by them. I'm My like, oh, friends. Right. Yeah, I was like, awesome. But we're at the show hanging out, and, you know, we're getting drunk and shit. And uh, my rear, what was it? My fucking, the oil bag mount that that's like on your fender, you know, those two bolts. Oh, yeah. Um, the fender part, it snapped. Like the, the, bracket snapped off the fender so right. it, the rear part of the oil bag wasn't held yeah supported and we're sitting there and uh, i'm looking at it and i'm like yeah fucking you know this isn't where i need to go fix this i need to figure you know i need to go find a garage with a welder and blah 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 and tom tom's sitting there looking at it with me and he just starts picking apart my bike <laughs> he's just like what the fuck is this dude yeah he's like you know better than that. And I was like, Tom, now's not the time, man. I was like, fuck off. You know? Like, fuck off. Leave me alone. Like, I'll we, fix it. We I'll get point. to it. Let's just yeah. poke it. Let's yeah, just he, just, he just kind of started giving me shit. And I was just like, Tom, fuck off. You know? And, you know, Tom's fucking... I love Tom. I miss yeah. that guy so I do much. too. And Dallin. Those, were the, those yeah. were the good old days, man. Tom was supposed to marry me. You weren't... Not, not marry each other... No, no, no. He was supposed to marry you and your wife. I mean, I, not I guess I, I could marry Tom. I don't know. I think he's a little too, too much for me. He's a little, little too, uh, like he would be the the male side of that. Yeah, a little dynamic. too dominant. Dominant. You know? That's yeah, what I was a little too for. dominant. I don't know if I could. Sorry, Tom. But um, no, he was supposed to be the officiant. Okay, officiant. I get it now. Yeah, he was supposed to say the words. Oh, that would have been fun. Yeah, that would have been awesome. COVID fucked it all up. Fuck, that was going to be the coolest wedding, too. Yeah. Well, you know, we talked about it. We'll see what happens. You'll think of something. Meh. We'll just have a party or something. That that was... that. God, how long ago does that, that seem? It seems so long ago, doesn't it? I mean... It's less than a year ago. 
No, it was more than a year ago. It was April. Well, oh. Emily and I actually got married. I mean, you were there. It's fucking. No, I know, but I'm saying when the wedding was supposed to be. The ceremony was supposed to be April. 5th okay, so just of over a year ago. So it was just over a year ago. All right, but it seems so like that would have. The plans for that seem so far back. I know, and we did a ton of shit. Like we had some fucking rad shit lined yeah, up. We had koozies did. made with the S and the E and the lightning bolt and like. I don't know. We just, like, we did some cool shit. We had a bunch of fucking booze. We had, like, a weed sponsorship for a fucking wedding. Oh, like, there's going to be weed and booze just everywhere. Just and hammered and high. Yeah, it was going to be sick. And then COVID was like, fuck you. That was a wild year. If you think about it, I guess Nick and I got married in January. You guys a got BP? married in October. Yeah, we got married Halloween. Yeah. yeah. And... Dugan got married that year too. Really? Yeah. We all got married in 2019. In 2019. What a bunch of assholes. And moved and moved and out we, of the shop. We all we all also up. bought houses in the desert the same same year. same not only same year like like the same couple months. Same couple months. Yeah. So was it 2014? We make all those big life moves together. I think that's what makes I mean you it got so to. Fun. It helps. It helps, you know, holding your buddy's hand going, "We got this." It oh, does. Man, you know. You remember when you bought your house? You remember when we went and looked at it? I don't. I know you don't cuz I, I actually had to drag you out of bed. Super drunk. But <clears throat> I don't like I remember I remember getting the keys. And the first time Axel and I went and looked at the house, yeah. like we were like, oh, this is our house. And like we walked in and I looked at it and I was like, this is it? And he goes, yeah, like not this is it, like this is all. But like, oh, this is the house? And he yeah. was like, yeah. And I was like, oh man, I do not remember that at all. And he goes, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And I was like, no, I was so fucking drunk. Yeah, that day was a blur. <laughs> it was all of us in one vehicle. Yeah. It's hot as fuck. Yeah. And I think we had, did we have a party the night before? I know I did. I don't remember what. I think we had a party the night before. We might and, have. And then... I like to cut loose. Yeah, those. you yeah, do. Those parties were a good time, man. I think everybody can... They were everybody's really got a story about the shop back then. You know, the last time I flew on an airplane, I sat next to a guy. And we were sitting there. We must have been like an hour into this flight. He, he saw something I was wearing or had in my hand. He's like, oh, you like motorcycles? I was like, yeah, I, I like I like bikes. And he asked me, he's like, you ever been to this place called The Chunk? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> You're like, yeah, I live there. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, man, I just went to this party there, like, last month or whatever. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's why I don't recognize you, because yeah. I can't remember anything from those. Dude, they were a blast. They were so much fun. You know, I, I don't wonder why we didn't build it out here. I well, I don't know. You I mean, know, because we were we had. I mean, I think the, the city just had so much momentum back then. It felt like, and we work. I mean, we were catching on. We were renting the place out. We yeah. had shows, shooting entire seasons in there, different yeah. things. It was cool for like a. It was God. It was like a flash in the pan. That it was like yeah, a really it was hot short window where it was like this making place some is money. Awesome. Uh, and then essentially, I mean, I feel like doing work like that, like having a a place like that you can't just own it or operate it and like you know the whole build it and they will come thing it's yeah like, that's kind of true but also not like 
people who own restaurants and bars and do podcasts and yeah. shit like that. Like it's a grind. Any, you have to put in the legwork you have to of grind. advertising and reaching out to people and doing all that shit, which we did very little of. Yeah, we did. And we we just threw parties. That's we, all we did. Yeah, that was essentially <laughs> like that was what like we we would always get a job after a party. Yeah, we did. We because, got a big job after yeah, a party. Yeah, because somebody time. would come and you know, got thousands of no, not thousands, but like no, I think the biggest one was like eleven hundred people. Yeah, but at once, that was right. in the door at one time. So yeah, sure, thousands of people in and out of that place. You know, one or two of them is going to be like, oh fuck, like yeah. I have a buddy who's shooting, or I'm shooting something, yeah. or I'm a location person, or blah blah blah, whatever. And yeah, they're like, dude, can we shoot in here? And we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, if you pay us, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, here. you know, yeah. Um, I'll sweep the floor, do yeah. whatever you want. Have cool, it. here you go. Um, but. It's a grind, though. It's a fucking grind, and when you stop doing the parties, you stop getting the jobs, and it's the true. parties were a fucking, as much fun as they were, they were a fucking, it was a production, man. It was yep. a lot of work. Like, you know, I mean. It was just the three of us, too. Yeah, it was me and Peter, yeah. and we would bust our asses to get everything lined up, and, you know, I, I mean, it wasn't just, I mean, Yes, it was mostly the three of us, but then, you know, like Jill. Oh, um, at the night out, of the party? You know, yeah. Like all the yeah. friends who jumped in to bartend to. I mean, you know, we had all a the staff. jumbo chicks who danced, yeah. you know. Yeah, we'd hire a fucking door guy. We got insurance. Like, we had a staff by the end of it. Yeah, and it was cool and a lot of fun, but we weren't really making money off of those. Like, we'd essentially break even. It's our marketing. And it was, yeah, it was just like, dude, check out our spot. And like, we fucking party you know yeah. <laughs> essentially that was it it was like look how fucked up i can get look how fucked up i can get you yeah. you know and yeah. it was just yeah. like by the end of the night i remember because we got the uh, oh you want to pay for this alcohol no 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 no, 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 no. no. just here, drink here it. take a case of beer <laughs> you know i remember the at the end of the night because 805 would always sponsor the parties yeah. we get like that pallet yeah of like two thousand beers all in 12 pack cases and i remember at the end of every party you know, like it's winding down. It's like two in the fucking morning. And we're trying to get everybody out of there, and like people are still trying to order beer and shit. I'm throwing cases of beer <laughs> out of the bar. Just like, you want a beer? Here, take fucking twelve and get the fuck out of here. You know, like here, fucking, you take one. You everybody yeah. gets a case of beer. Fucking yeah. leave. If you leave now, take a case yeah. of beer. And yeah. we still had stacks yeah. of that shit. And it's like I now can't drink. No, nothing against eight to five. No, I I honestly I relate it, it to some of the worst. Um, physical reactions to alcohol that I've had in my lifetime. There, so I drank so much 805. Yeah. And and when we, you know, obviously we didn't have the biggest, you know, we didn't have like a walk-in fucking cooler. So it was like, it was just in the back hallway. And in the bathroom. And in the bathroom. And in the kids just the, stacked. Yeah, but it's like, oh, we're out of beer. I'll just grab some 805. And you're like, mm. <sighs> <laughs> you know, you're like, all right, you know, and you grab it and you just, you wind up drinking it warm because it's like, I don't want to wait for it to fuck, you yeah. sit in the fridge for a fucking hour to cool it down. You're like, I'll just drink it. Well, whatever. you know, the first like three parties, we ran totally out of alcohol, out of the beer and the alcohol. And yeah. that's when we contacted 805. And then they were like, we'll make sure you never run out. Yeah, it was sick. And they didn't. Yeah, it was great. They I mean, didn't. and they were always down to help out, which was awesome. And Do like, you remember the Mezcal sponsor we had for a while? Illegal. That was delicious. Yeah. Jill was working for him for a second. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, you know, I work for these guys, whatever. She was like rapping them or something. 
But um, does good tequila. That was amazing. Yeah, it was, was dangerous great. tequila. Well, what was more dangerous, I think, was when we got that. Uh... Oh, that guy's getting it. Oh, dude, he's got the full. Oh, he's gonna full, turn around and come right back and full dresser, full blasting dresser. like Skinner or something. I couldn't yeah. hear it, but oh, we hope, got a posse. I'm hoping it was Skinner. Um, we that one we did one party where we got uh, what's that fucking like moonshine? Oh, company. yeah, Remember that's right. That the shit? jars. Oh my god, I called it blackout juice. The it was jars. just like, dude, if, forgot about that. And it was it wasn't like legitimate moonshine, obviously, you know, but it was extremely strong alcohol that tasted like fucking blueberries i mean it was it, you just waft it and you could get drunk by you, smelling you it. you drink it and it, it it wasn't even like drinking booze so it was like oh this is you know this yeah. is fine i'll do a shot of this yeah i'll do 10 shots of this and then you wake up in the fucking gutter or something and you're like what the See fuck ya. just happened yeah you have a smashing headache and you you know pissed yourself and did you ever go outside during even hour parties like go out on the street yeah yeah well one time the cops came and fucking. Oh, did you have to go talk to him? Yeah, somebody was like, "Dude, the cops are our friend." I was like, "God damn it!" So <laughs> I, I went out there and there's a bunch of people just kind of milling about yeah. on the sidewalk. And I walked out and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" I was like, "Sorry, this is my place." And he was like, "I don't give a shit." He's like, "These people outside either got to go inside or they got to go." Mm-hmm. He's like, "I don't care what you fucking guys are doing in there." And I was like, "Awesome, great." Great. Thank you, officer. Like, uh, all you people outside, fuck off or come back inside. And, yeah. You know, that was the end of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, sometimes there was a fucking line. It was, uh, there'd, be a, the block. there'd be a line around the block. There were bikes parked in ev- every yeah. little cranny on the street. It was nuts. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was a cool, I uh, guess, chapter. I feel like we might have gotten the tail end of that experience in LA. The, the real industrial living party house i i mean because they pretty much closed i mean yeah, you know how hard it was yeah. to fight for that i think they've closed almost everyone out now. well there was that fucking i mean and you know when we uh when we got inspected it was because of that ghost ship fire yeah in, uh, oakland oakland yeah and all those fucking people died which was a tragedy but because of that they came they went through every every fucking city they cleaned them they cleaned us all out yeah they went through and we had to tear down what had taken us essentially four years to our build. entire house yeah we had to tear it all down it took us four days and that was know. heartbreaking oh dude i was sleeping on the couch it was back to like it was like the first night i moved in there which was nobody yeah and like my bed in the corner and it was you know kind of eerie when it's just like this giant 4600 square foot warehouse and yeah you, can, you know there's that one fucking light in the front that's all <laughs> yeah yeah Usually you wake yeah, up a little bit like, of a horror film. Yeah, vibe. and yeah. you're like, right, we wake up, you got to piss, and you're like, oh, I guess I'll make that hundred yard shuffle to the fucking bathroom. You know, I I did see the place before you got it. Did I ever tell you this? No. So, so you went and looked at it with Dugan. Well, with Troy. Troy oh, brought okay. me over there to meet Dugan. Yeah. But then we looked at. I I looked at. It, I saw the whole setup, and yeah. I saw Sean's place. I just, and Troy kept telling me about this guy, Sean, who's got all these old bikes and a warehouse in downtown. I'm like, man, that sounds awesome. 
we had a, a pretty collaborative, it wasn't a live work, but a workspace in Seattle. And I always wanted one that I could just live in, mm-hmm. you know, that consolidate those. Yeah, that was the fucking dream. The fucking dream. Yeah, and Sean had that upstairs and it sunk the hook in so far because I met him. I met Bill and I met uh, Craig the same time there. Yeah. I was Craig like, Jackman. Craig Jackman. Yeah. I was like, damn, these dudes got it dialed in. Yeah. You know, it's so cool. And then I went back and, you know, then I met you. And <laughs> you had got. Full of naked chicks. Yep. Well, there's that story too. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yep. And that was here. It's funny how those, those really impressionable places. Yeah, that was like 30 miles that way. They set our lives in motion. Yeah. You know, coming out here for the first time and having that night with you and all the front homies at the mm-hmm. hot tub and then like god the desert's magical we gotta live here yeah. then going to the warehouse and, and seeing sean and what he had done was like man i gotta live in the where or wait desert and then i gotta live in the warehouse and we did both those things yeah yeah when i was trying to remember last night i was laying in bed and i was thinking of the day i left seattle with my truck driving just all the way down the coast of California, moving to California the whole time. I was so fucking excited. Hell yeah, man. So fucking excited. I mean, I feel like, and this is like when you said, like, I feel like we hit the tail end of that industrial, you know, era where you could party and live in warehouses and stuff like that. That shit's still going on. Like obviously Cody and, you know, but but that's our spot that we fought to hang on to. Right. So, but, but what I'm saying is like, we look at that, like that time and we're like i think it was just a different time yeah you know and it's like or we're just getting older that has something i to do i it, feel sure. like, i feel like that has more to do with it than ah oh, it was a different time it's like nah yeah i, I want to say it was a different time cause yeah it's like ah oh, that shit doesn't happen anymore or no those things aren't going on anymore you know we just hit it at this right point but it's like i feel like we're just getting older dude but we you know why it's still going because we Beastie Boys, that shit. We fought for our right to party, and we, we hung on to the shop. We did. We fought pretty fucking hard, and, and now it worked out. Now Cody took the keys, and yeah. it's still there. But I, I really do think that most of the industrial living, like underground spaces, got the, cleaned out the, after that. The free living kind of like go wherever you want. Like it was kind of like the Wild West. Like people had fucking warehouses all over the place i remember when i first moved to downtown yeah not to downtown when i first moved to la like 16 years ago it was you know there were always warehouse parties there were always you know and they oh i live here you know and it was like all the those i again i don't know if those still happen and we don't go to them because we're fucking old maybe not it's like the hawaiian shirt thing yeah you know it's like i mean five years ago you could be like dude look at this sick ass hawaiian shirt and i'd be like fuck you nerd yeah and then now I'm like, hit 40 you know, dude look at this sick ass wine shirt I'm like you know what so comfortable that does look nice <laughs> that was a new balance <laughs> dude, you, dude look I how look you at my these fucking new balances when I walked in I was like oh you're doing it you're doing the full a fucking full comfy man and you don't know how many people ask me they go on Instagram they, I, I've been a vo- I'm gonna answer that question right now where do you guys get those sick ass Hawaiian shirts yeah you know where we got them Walmart. Walmart. Well, I hate to plug Walmart. I don't either because I don't typically shop at Walmart unless Walmart. I need to. Yeah, fuck Walmart. 
but but they got twelve dollar killer Hawaiian shirt. These man. were six. It was I got both these for twelve dollars. Oh, they got it. See, that's even cheaper. Now. And it's right on the main aisle. So yeah. when you're walking by that shit, you're like, damn. Yeah. This and it's you like, know what? I feel like the cheaper ones are better. Like the like if you go and I know, get I've like never a had nice, an expensive oh, one. <laughs> Emily Emily got me one uh, when she was in Florida working. Yeah, she's like, I got you a Hawaiian shirt. It's like pink. It's got like fucking birds and shit on it and oh, flowers. Sorry. Two cans. It's like sick. It's a little too big for me, but um, you'll grow into it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I mean, I am getting older. I'm, we're gonna give it to Brian. Oh, perfect. Um, but uh, it's not as like it, I feel like it doesn't fit as nice. Like, yeah, it's like I feel like the cheap shitty ones is where it's at. Yeah, I mean, this is. I feel bad about throwaway fashion. If you know anything about me, obviously, I sell really like yeah high quality shit and like that. But man, well, your shit lasts. Like, it lasts. Know, anything you're gonna and so, me too. It's like yeah. fucking. You blow through jeans. You blow through shirts, jackets, blah blah blah. It's like you want something that's gonna fucking last. Like I don't want to keep buying this shit. Yeah, I don't want to. Br- I don't want to break in two pairs of boots in a year, and spend that money. Because even a cheap pair of boots is like you cheap know boots are not. I mean, a cheap you, pair of boots is three hundred dollars. Exactly. That to me, that's a cheap pair of boots. If you're buying anything, but less what than that, they're yeah. gonna fucking fall apart. Cheap as in like you're not gonna have these that long. And you're gonna slip Quality. them on. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be like, wow, these feel like they're broken in already. Well, guess what? In another two months, they're gonna feel they're gonna like be, they're dead. Yeah, they're gonna be gone. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's why I can't do Red Wings anymore. I fucking I'm done with them. Yeah, and and they're not that comfortable to start out. With. Well, they take like a fucking month to break in. Yeah. And the the reason why I was like, fuck Red Wing, was uh, during the pandemic, the quarantine, I was like, fuck, dude, my, my Red Wing work boots are thrashed. And, you know, I got them soaking wet once, and so they shrank a ton, so they didn't really fucking fit yeah. anymore. Any leather boot would do that. Yeah, yeah. Any, any leather boot would do that, would do that but it's like, uh, I need new ones. So I look up online, and I go to their website. I'm like, okay, these are the ones I want. This is the size. Order. Oh, yeah, sorry. Online ordering is not available right now. You can't order your Red Wings online? No. And especially during a global pandemic. pandemic, How do they sell boots? I don't fucking know. But I was kind of blown away, and I I checked back a number of times, and I was not about to email someone. Dude, you need to update your operating system. There's no <laughs> way they would not sell boots no, during dude, the pandemic. I, I, I fucking oh. tried. I tried. I tried so many times. And then. That's bonkers. I was just, they were just like, yeah, look up, you know, here for the dealer map. And I was like, man, fuck you. Like, fuck you. I should be able to order these. And you can, like, normally I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll go to the fucking shop or store or whatever and i'll support the local place and i'll give them money but it's like there is nothing literally literally nothing was open and i was like dude i have to you know i'm about to go to work yeah you know my job is coming back and i need these fucking boots and so i was just like man fuck red wing that was some and they're not even made in america anymore so fuck those guys Mm, know where they make them mexico fucking china oh really yeah (laughs) but then i fucking got some thorough goods i threw them on one day i break in done yeah fucking slippers they're great yeah Um, yeah well you know you got to go through a lot of bad pairs of boots before you find what you're it's true it's a lot of work it's like it's like a shakedown yeah on your bike you know it takes a lot of work it's like tires too oh my god don't get me started dude that's the worst i am going to try and everything i can to bring a good tire to the market within the next couple years 
I mean, that can do the miles that we do can you, on an old bike. Can you invest in a rubber? That's what I mean. Or something? Yeah, I, I mean, we're gonna have to figure that out because these toy tires that look cool on one of our bikes last us one fucking trip. Well, that's. I mean, you just call it what it is: coker, fucking <laughs> yeah, coker, fucking tires. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, we make all these cool fucking vintage tires, and they're made out of fucking sea sponges you know so you you get you get one fucking you know honestly you can put like 600 miles on those tires and they're garbage yeah they're crap like mine square off yeah like i i put my tire on last year probably around this time and i didn't even ride them i was gone for six months yeah i didn't even fucking ride that it doesn't have the miles that that looks like it does no it's fucking bald and it's squared off yeah and it's a pain in the ass the thing's about to fall apart and And it's expensive i I spent 175 dollars on that thing they're (laughs) they're crap man they're total crap and so yeah i'm done with that shit i don't know but those those ones you sent me the uh the the hide now hide now yeah those are made in germany yep and those look sick. They're I haven't bitchy. tried them, but you said you've had yours on your bike for like. They're almost too good out here. Like, what, you, how long have you had yours on your bike? Oh, that. Why well, I'm I'm running in a Pirelli now, but I rode those for probably like. It was over a year. Yeah, I had those bike those tire that tire on riding my, a shitload riding a shitload. Yeah, I had that rear tire on my bike for over a year. Yeah. In the heat too, like yeah. summer and everything. Yeah, desert's brutal on shit. And you were smart to do uh, the the high now front and rear, front and rear because oh, my shovel. Yeah, yeah, because it's a seventy thirty off on road off road. Uh, it's seventy actually off road, thirty on road, right. and it had so much hookup in the rear. I didn't have one on the front, oh, really? so it would make the front sketchy because oh, okay. it would hook up so much in the back. Yeah. Um, They're directional tires. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until mm-hmm. I was putting them on. It was like, if you're running. Did you get it right? Yeah. I did. Well, yeah. I actually t- <laughs> took me a second. Yeah. <laughs> I had to redo it once. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck, I put this on backwards. Yeah. You got to look. I've done that before, too. Yeah. But um, now I'm running a, a Pirelli, which is a true 50-50. Okay. And it's lasting a really long time. The one on your pants? Yeah. How long has it been on there? Um, I guess I put it on. The first trip I did on that was with danger dan so like a year not quite it looks fucking good though it's it looks not even, cool right it's not even well it, it's round it's round it's, it's not it's not even like beginning of squared off no which is awesome and like that's the the thing that i can't fucking stand and it's like uh emily i put one of those shinkos yeah on her rear because her when we got her bike her, her tire was bald and i was just like oh i've got these Shinko, you know, a spare Shinko. Yeah, throw it we'll on just there. throw that on there. And now it's all squaring off. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, turns feel kind of weird. And I'm just like, well, it's your tire. And yeah. Like, you know, trying to explain the, you know, the when it squares off and you hit that rollover mm-hmm. period. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm turning. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. You know, mm-hmm. and it kind of dips over a little more. But so now, I don't know, just trying to find something. I'm I'm really going to, I'm going to tell people right now, the Pirelli Scorpion. Um, Those are sick, but they don't offer them at 16. They don't. That's mm-hmm. the problem. If you're running something like 18 or 19, you could yeah. run it front and rear all day long yeah. and rotate it. And you'd be set for like two years. Yeah, because they're on that Yamaha that Dave oh, yeah, that's right. used to ride that's yeah. sitting outside of my garage. Yeah, and and out here in the dirt, it's really fun because you can, you can 
cut loose and really spin the bike around and break it free because yeah. it doesn't hook up too much. Right, right. And um, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's a great tire for on. on you're not gonna wash off, out though. and fall over, and you're also not gonna fucking wheelie and take off. Dude, it's a continuous battle trying to find tires, like the right tires. It's just like finding the right pair of boots, man. It's bullshit. It's just like, man, just fucking make something a little better and charge a little more money. Like, maybe we should start a tire company. No, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> I don't. Need, I have no idea where that I starts. Also, I also don't know anything about tires other than the fact that most of them don't work. Yeah. You know what I want to start is a fucking bar. Yeah. Buddy. I've always wanted to own an operated bar. Snake's place. The snake hole. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I couldn't do that that either. Club snake. Well, that's like that's one of those things that fucking I try I I struggle with from time to time. You know, it's just like the corniness of a nickname. Yeah, the cheesiness of like I am snake. They're like really. <laughs> Your name is Snake. And I'm like, well, yeah, all right. Well, it kind of works like in most. All right, never you got to tell yeah. people how you got that nickname, though. Well, Dave, uh, my yeah. best friend growing up, Dave. We were, God, we were friends for like 20 years, 20 plus years before he died. He he moved out here after you, right? Yeah, Chased like six here. months mm-hmm. after. But we we lived in like uh, we grew up in Virginia together, and uh, I think we met in high school. When we were like 16. Like skating and snowboarding and shit. We looked at the same skate shop, you know, fucking, um, just really good friends, you know, like we really hit it off. And then, you know, I moved to Utah to snowboard and do that stupid thing. And then, uh, you know, a little while later he was there and we were doing the same thing. We lived there for a while and then he moved back to DC. I moved out to LA. Six months later he moved out here and, uh, just homies, solid fucking homies forever. He, tragically died five years ago from a brain aneurysm but yeah. i mean you know that but it's hard to see that coming man oh dude that's one of those things that's like that even the doctors were like even if he was in a hospital yeah and that happened there's nothing we could have done you know? it's light, like he was he was dead before he hit the ground lights know? out yeah so tragic but at the same time i feel like i don't know he got he got out fairly easy a little too way too young yeah. I mean, he was 36, I think, 2016, so he's 36 when he died. Um, I remember the day. I saw him that day. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. it was. He was out here. Yeah. He had just gotten home. But well, we like, went to Tony's wedding. Yeah, it was yeah. Tony's wedding, and I didn't see him at the wedding, but I met up with everybody at Pappy's afterwards, and he was sitting across the table from me. There was a live band playing, as there always is, or yeah. was back then. Right. And it was so loud, and... Uh, kind of looking at each other like yeah man like almost having a conversation through nodding just because yeah, we yeah. can't can't shout right and you know those guys kind of said goodbye you know as normal as any day yep and a few hours go by and then you called me yeah that sucked that was the shittiest phone call well that was actually the beginning that was the first shitty phone call in a long line of shitty phone dude, calls dude you had to do right a after, few of them right after Dave died fucking Everybody started dying. Yeah. It's the weirdest fucking thing. That was a brutal year for me. That was a rough year, man. Yeah. I feel like I still might be dealing with it. <laughs> I bet. But I bet, man. A friend of mine years ago, after you know, after all this shit happened, I was just, I was just like, man, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I was like, I'm so depressed. I'm just fucking drinking constantly. She was just like, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that all your friends keep fucking dying. And I was just like, I... You might, you might have something there. I don't know. 
this this is supposed to happen in life, but much later. Much later. That not, year not was it was particularly haunting. Yeah. And I'll I'll tell you something that I'm haunted by to this day. This is even hard to talk about now. Ah oh, man. But you remember such a confusing afternoon when Rich got hit. Mm-hmm. We were all at the shop. Yeah. Um Will called me. He called me too, yeah. He called you looking for a chain, right? I think he called you first. No, he called you first. I called, yeah, he called, I remember being on the phone with Will and he was asking for a part and I was in the hallway looking for it. I was like, I don't know, I might have it. And, I'm, and he's like, oh, fuck. He's like, something's going on. He's like, somebody went down on a bike up the street and he was Poor somewhere. Will. And... He saw it happen. He saw it happen, essentially, you know, and he was just like, oh, fuck. He's like, somebody went fucking down. It's bad. There's fucking this and that, blah, blah, And I dismissed it. And I didn't hear any of it because he's talking to you at the time. Yeah, I dismissed it because I figured, what are the fucking odds? Yeah. What are the odds that somebody who just went down super hard, I mean, turns out it's pretty high, but, <laughs> you know, you think L.A., shitload of people. Yeah. There's A lot no, of people riding motorcycles. Fuck yeah. There's no way I know that, dude. And, uh... Yeah, when it turned out to be rich. Well, then you guys he, you guys got disconnected, and he called me right back. And I'm like, I didn't know any of that. Right. I'm like, oh, Will's still looking for a chain. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah, you know, and he was really shook up. And yeah. He, and it was, the phone was cutting out, and he was calling me because my number was on, on Rich's phone. Oh. Because the night before, we had ridden home together from the observatory right or through griffith yeah and he like or not called me texted me texted me asked i got home all right this was the night before so my phone was there he recognized my name yeah it was just like frantic i'm like what the fuck is going on because he didn't know rich he didn't know rich and then after all that went down and that day at the hospital and getting a hold of his family oh that was brutal i knew what was coming and I knew I couldn't be, I just could and like, you were so strong about that and handled that so well with his family. I walked out into the parking lot when his parent, when his dad was coming when up to Pat the hospital. Came up, yeah. And I, I didn't. That's still I, something tough to think about. Like, I did so hard. I didn't hear you telling him. I was trying to ignore it. Well, I didn't tell him. Uh, or who, Colin did. Oh, Colin did. Colin was Richard's best I friend. I didn't hear who told him, but I know Ugh, you guys were there. I watched I, it, and I was just like, Ugh. I just heard his dad screaming in the parking lot when he found out his yeah. son had died, and I just was like fucking broke, broke me apart. It was brutal, dude. I That whole fucking day sucked. Like, going to the hospital... And like finding Tori because she was on the back of the bike. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, we have Tori. She's right here. You know, she they let Colin and I back there, and she was all fucking. They hadn't cleaned her up yet. So she's like covered in blood, Jesus. neck brace. Oh, you know, God. she's induced. You know, I'm sure a ton of drugs. But yeah. She's all fucked up. She gave us like this kind of, kind of thumbs up. She had you know? no idea what was going on. No, not real. I'm sure she doesn't remember it, but it was you know. Um, and they're like, okay, cool. So Tori's alive, you know, with this and that. And they're like, so where's Rich? And they were like, we don't have a Rich. And I was like, what? It took me so long to figure out why Rich wasn't there. And I felt like a fucking dipshit. But it finally dawned on me. I was like, oh, my God, they don't bring bodies to the hospital. Yeah. They bring them to the fucking morgue. Yeah. Totally different place. Yeah. 
And then once we kind of figured that out, we all just kind of sat outside and waited for Pat. And I remember when he rolled up, Colin walked over there, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. That was one of the hardest things I had ever that was so still hard to hear. still fucking thinking too, about it. It's still brutal thinking about that. Does it ever pop into your head like that? Will pop into my head yeah, sometimes. Man, fuck yeah. I'm just like, oh no, oh no, oh no. The bummer part is like when I think about like that or Dave or Bill. It's like, oh, they all, they all come at once. Oh and it's like, man, or Troy or Troy. But I mean, that was a couple years later. But it's yeah. like that specifically that year. And then Matt died that January. Yeah. So it was like just after, and it was just like, dude, it was just this fucking gnarly like bill was probably the worst for me for some reason even though dave was my best fucking friend yeah i don't know i feel like bill was like a mentor father figure to me he was and and a friend oh my god that was like i think that was like the the can you know the straw you know that was like like the just that nudged i was worried about you after that i fuck i was too man i'll be honest with you man i had a pretty dark it was probably a year and a half i carried that shit around with me I was worried about you after that. It's because I was, <clears throat> I mean, well, I felt responsible. I also, I felt responsible for Bill. So oh, dude, you can't do that. I know. I but get I, it. I get I it. I know, but it's like, I, I felt so responsible at the time because of the interaction his wife and I had had that night over text, Yeah, you know? And the last thing I fucking said to her is like, I'll take care of him. Bill's a grown ass man. He's a grown ass man. He would never but, let anybody take care of him. But still, you can see how that would, yeah make someone feel anyway so yeah that, that all that shit comes up when i think of one of those yeah like it's, it all comes up in it's one. a lot yeah so i i i mean I, I actually spend a lot of time thinking about it but yeah yeah i try not to you know but it's like i've gone over all of them a ton so it's like you know you play the if and or but you know the what if game a ton which you can't do no you know and you know, there's nothing you can do about it. So it's just like, well, that is I, what it is. Man. I think that life moves on. That what do they call it? Um, trying to write a passage, but just a that turning point in life usually of with concerning loss. Yeah, comes so much later for most people. It's weird. Yeah, it it's changes everything. It's really weird, man, to start losing a ton of people at like thirty. I think I was thirty six. Yes, thirty six years old. That so. must be what like the rock and roll era of the 60s and 70s felt like when all those people were dying at like that age i guess i don't know i mean it's it's a bizarre it's a bizarre thing to deal with i feel like maybe it's not though maybe you know i feel like maybe in this country we just we're fortunate enough to not have to deal with that you know other other i guess that's really true people who live in other places they deal with death constantly yeah you know, war-torn countries, fucking instability, you know, stuff like that, you know, gangs, uh, mafias, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, all countries. sorts of violence out yeah, there. Yeah, they deal with that shit constantly, whether it's disease, you know, famine, people deal with that loss. Yeah. And I feel like we are fortunate that we don't have to. Now, does that mean we shouldn't? No. You know, but is it a, a norm in our lives? No, it's not. So... Yeah, when it happens, it's like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, but I, I, we're so I, safe. Yeah, we're so safe. We are, and I, I try to look at you know when it when it bums me out. I try to look at, um, you know, uh, persp- you know, I try to give myself some perspective. You know, it's just like, well, 
there are plenty of other places in the world where this is a norm. This is a daily thing or a monthly thing where you are losing someone you know or a neighbor or a loved one or something. And it's just like I feel fortunate enough that, you know, I've only lost a handful of friends in the past seven years. You know, that... That's a good way to put it into perspective. I mean, you have to because, yeah. you know, it's like I, I was getting pretty... Dark. <laughs> it's getting pretty dark. Yeah. You know, but uh yeah, I mean what are you gonna do, man? When it comes down to it, people do die. Yeah. And no one's getting out of this alive. Exactly. It's just like, you know, you get your one shot and it's like when it's done, it's done. And it's like, all right, man, you know. I kinda look at it as balance now. It's, it's like you're going the older you get you run into these unforeseeable events that they they it's not like they're trying they just do they throw you off balance yeah and like balance is a practice whether people do meditation or you know these different things a lot of people crystals in your butt or something like that butt crystals big one around in california (laughs) and then or whatever tea ceremonies and butt crystals (laughs) (laughs) but uh I haven't gone there yet for balance, but hey, man, if it works, hey, you got to find your I'm balance. I'm to give it a shot. That's my point. We shouldn't, we shouldn't overlook the places that uh, that this is a norm for, and we shouldn't overlook the butt crystals that might restore normalcy. I don't know. I mean, I can almost tell you that the butt crystal ain't gonna work. I feel like that might make it worse. Yeah, that would just <laughs> maybe make you feel a little more uncomfortable. I feel like there's tons of people out there though who are, you know. It's like that fucking, that one post. Which one? With the, some chick who's like got the phone on her. She's like, one thing you can do when you're in the ocean is ask the ocean to cleanse you. And a wave just fucking takes her out. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank fucking God. Like, fuck that chick. <laughs> fuck people like that. Oh, ask Mother <laughs> Instagram Earth. Instagram advice, you know? yeah. Yeah, dude. It's like, fuck you. The Earth doesn't give a fuck. I guarantee the ocean, first of all, isn't a fucking like being it's it's not trying to help you. it's not trying to help that's for damn sure it's not trying to help you if it could it'd be like yeah fuck you get away from me you know but it just took her out and i was like oh thank god like fuck people like that man yeah it gets under my skin i feel like those are the people who can't wrap their head around like doing the mental and psychological work themselves like I don't know, therapy. Yeah. You know, therapy. Like, yeah, therapy is not easy. And it's also like, I don't know, a lot of people would be like, I fucked up, you know. But sure, if you want to say fuck that, fuck that. But uh, doing the work of going through therapy and realizing shit. And it's like, these people are just like, nah, man, we're going to do like a tea ceremony and these crystals <laughs> will heal you. So if you wear this crystal around you or you like hold it in your hand, well, your left hand, not your right hand. And then <laughs> this one, that one goes in your ass. And then, um, this one you have to wear as like a cod piece, you know, anyways. And it's like, it's like, f- fuck off. Like none of that shit. Well, that's like, that's the, uh, same people who are like magic pill. Yeah. There's going to be a magic pill for it. Yeah, it's like no, no, it's it's work. You have to do we the work. Lo- we if you have a giant beer gut. Yeah, you know, it's like don't drink so much beer and exercise. No pun, but we love snake oils in this country. Like yes. a, a shake you can drink to yep. lose the weight, yeah. or like this thing you can do without the work. We fucking deve- that's like and a whole. B- that's a bazillion dollar it's, industry. It's all bullshit. It's all and bullshit. It's all fucking bullshit. Yeah, this is. I mean, we have 
out-convenienced ourselves of every good human experience. That makes you feel like you're worth a damn. So then you got to post your therapy online yeah. and to feel like you're getting somewhere. My favorite is the videos of like chicks crying. And it's like, why are you? Oh, man. What are you doing? Like, I would what? delete that. <laughs> what are you doing? So like, good. I don't understand. What crying to your phone? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, people Ooh, need to see this. <laughs> that's a dark place. It's like, sure, man. Everybody goes through shit. Believe me, nobody wants to see it. Yeah. Nobody cares. Not the place. Not, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Nobody cares how sad you are. If they don't know you. Of course, like if you came to me or somebody came to me. I can't imagine your response would be that great. Like throwing that kind of fucking random ass person. Like that's like when you ask somebody like, hey man, how you doing? And they dump all this shit on the table. It's like, no, 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 hold on a second. That was not an invitation for you to just unload your last month or this, year this is a social norm we just yeah. do it it's like it's like somebody you haven't seen in a couple of years you know and it's like oh hey it's good to see you how you been oh well you know it's it's been a little rough you know um so and so died and this happened and my wife left me and my fucking kid shit in my lunchbox and <laughs> you know my dog bit my dick off you know whatever you know it's just like all this shit it's just like homie that was like a high I could see you. I hope you're well. You know, like that was not an invitation for you to just, you know, pay a therapist, you know, or if we were better friends. Sure. You know, I feel like if you're better friends, though, you recognize the time and place to open that can of worms. You don't just fucking unload on someone. That's not fair. That's like trapping someone. Yeah. You know, that's super unfair. There's like there are some people that have a just distant there. They don't quite have the aptitude to grasp those delicacies and they social like awareness social awareness like emotional awareness and um kind of happened to me the other day and so (laughs) it did right in my living room i invited someone in oh there's a problem right there i know this is my (laughs) neighbor i don't know i'm not i'm not gonna give the details but i was just like it clicked in in that moment that i'm like there's like this very fundamental piece of humanity that made sense that we are emotional sponges yeah be careful what you're letting people absorb because they may never let you in their house again yeah you know, if you're <laughs> yeah. like if that's what you're putting out there yeah holy shit man there's a lot better ways to go about this for sure and granted i feel like we've all been there where it's like oh maybe maybe i shouldn't have dumped Sure. All that out. You, you know, learn that in high school. You though. overshare yeah. a little bit, or you get a little too comfortable with someone. What are they? Uh, TMI. You know, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, oh fuck, and then you just, but you reel it back in. Yeah. You know, and you're like, all right, well, I'll just reel that back in. Lesson learned. You know, it's like, but this is when I wish I was more funny. Like, I feel like a <laughs> comedian or someone like Justin can have like a really emotionally intelligent comeback or an extremely witty, sarcastic funny comeback to something serious that disarms everything yeah that's like oh, okay and then you change the subject yeah to it, talk about that anymore it's just, okay it makes it making us all uncomfortable like fuck you yeah being able to call that out gracefully i just don't have that i don't i don't have that ability and i wish i did because you know me people are really attracted to just dump some shit out sometimes yeah like, well you had that thing with uh like crazy homeless people yeah i do I remember. Um, They're my brethren, I guess. I remember a number of times yeah. wa- watching it unfold and being really intrigued, but <laughs> also 
you, just standing across the street laughing oh yeah at me. yeah pretty much well no it was it was usually like 10 feet away yeah. and just like staring going oh Todd, you i've gotten so bitch. much better well the thing is it was like it was your fault yeah like you invited it in like, yeah and it's like so like some crazy fucking dude on the street is walking down and he starts talking to people and you would be the only I didn't know those I didn't know the LA streets. You would be the only person who'd be like, Oh bummer, man. But it, that's all it took. Yeah. Or that's like the, that's the window. Or like, hey, whatever. You know, it's like, oh my god, this guy'll talk to me. And you know yep. you know, oh my god, and let me tell you about all this crazy stuff that I have going on in my brain. It's fucking... like hot girls. They have to walk across the street with such armor on that says Oh yeah Fuck off. Yeah, I definitely don't envy hot chicks i don't either man because you give you if you give one little misplaced smile or one little not even that dude how many fucking even talking to my wife about like the shit she has to deal with at yeah. work it's like the dudes who hit on her and she she's like these are Ooh, people in that I, industry she's yeah. like, these are people i work with Oof. like and she's like i talk about you all the time yeah so like, yeah my husband this and that my husband that you know my me and my husband went and did this you know he's coming to visit me he'll be here in two days you know so, uh, what so, are you doing later? You so know, you got, uh, <laughs> like, you got two days. Do yeah. You? Yeah. Two days. We huh? got two days. So, uh, this is my room. Oh no. Um, do you want to go get some drinks later? It's just like, how does she handle fuck? that? Uh, slap them. She just, she's like, yeah, no, like whatever, <laughs> you know, but then she tells me about it and I'm just like, what the fuck? But then again, it's like everybody's been that sleazy. Like I've, I, I, be, I'd be honest, I've been that sleazy guy. Yeah, I've, yeah, done, I've done it. There was a point in time when I was much younger and much more single, and single snake. Yeah, didn't give a fuck, Mm-mm. and just like, well, he's not here. You want to? Should we go fuck? You know, and it's just like, you know, it's just like. So it's like I can't give these guys that much. Uh-huh. Trout, you know, yeah. grief, you know, it's like, well, yeah, guys, guys can, and I don't want to say guys are just shitty, but guys can be shitty. You know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but that's chicks fair. can be equally as shitty. So it's like, I don't want to be like, oh, guys are scum, you know, because yeah. the opposite sex loves to do that, you know. Look, like, we're all opportunists and to a certain exactly, degree. Exactly, you know. I think, especially when it comes to procreating, like, yeah. it's like a biological thing, right? So, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, you just want to hang out your dick and be like, so what do you think? Yeah. No? Can't do that anymore. All right. I'll put it away. Yeah. <laughs> it would suck to be a hot chick. I, dude, I do not. It's a lot of responsibility. No, fuck that. There's no way. I would become the biggest asshole. Yeah. I'd probably have like a a, a big rap sheet. You'd, you'd have socking some, dudes. You'd have some good times though. Like, fuck you. Well, I'd definitely be gay. Mm. <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> Cause even like I can appreciate a good looking dude, yeah. Like uh, for instance, Brad Pitt, handsome devil, <laughs> guy's fucking hot. Yeah. I would probably fuck him. You sure? Like I'm not opposed to like you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. That's only take a minute. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's not gonna take that long. Uh-huh. It doesn't take that long with my wife either. So it's like you know. Yeah, I'm really fast. Yeah, I'm pretty quick. Yeah. I win that race every time. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> but it's like I don't know where's going with this. I, I just want to talk where, about where were we at? Hot fucking dudes. dudes? Yeah, fucking dudes. Yeah. That's but, a hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first, first time I've yeah, addressed it on the show. Yeah. Uh, no, I just, you know, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It would, being, um, being it a, would be hard be in difficult. my male brain to be a hot 
lady. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, I can't even imagine a dude coming at me with, I mean, I know what I look like naked. Yeah. It's not that great. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh. And, like, and I'm not even that bad. No, like, like, at our age, we're not that bad. No, it can no, get. We're doing way, pretty all we're right. We're doing pretty actually. fucking good. Yeah, I'd say it can get way worse. Yeah, it can get fucking scary. Yeah, you know, it's like if I had something like that coming at me. Yeah, like dude, I'm gonna cut that thing off. <laughs> get the fuck away from me! I have a baseball bat in one hand and a big yeah. pair of scissors in yeah. the other. Like armor, like yeah. I was saying, just yeah, get armor. the fuck away from me, man. I don't yeah. know how chicks do it. That's a lot. I have a lot of respect. For, not just for like for women, but for what what they have to deal with from us. Like how how often do you think your wife, like at a crowded bar or show or whatever, how often do you think her ass gets grabbed? Oh man, well, because she's a good looking chick. I grab it all the time. I almost grabbed it earlier. Yeah, I mean, because we were sitting right next to each other coming back, and I was like, oh, yeah, will will anyone really notice? <laughs> They may not. I'll bet I get some money. Yeah. Yeah, the impulse is there. Yeah. But I feel like that shit happens more often than not. And it's super fucked up. Yeah. That guys, like the cheap thrill. It's like, dude, did, what did that really do for you? Like, yeah. aside, like the, the payout, like reward, you know, versus whatever, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to grab this chick's ass. It's going to be awesome. Do you realize what you just did to that person? Yeah. Like you just grabbed some chick's ass and she doesn't, you're in a crowded place. She didn't see it. She, she just feels fucking violated. Yeah. And fucking terrified now. You know, she has to walk to her car by herself. And like, angry, probably. Yeah, and angry and pissed off. Like oh, a roller coaster of emotions. These are the sure. wrong emotions to have when you're trying to have a good time. Totally. Yeah. And it's just, it's fucked when, you know, people do shit like that. Yeah. And it's just like, man... I hope that I hope the tides are turning. I mean, I think they are. It feels like they are. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that even with on our lifetime, like when you watch movies, like if you watch a movie from the oh dude, it it's kind of like whoa. Even even like not not, not even, even that, that long, long ago. ago. No, no, like even uh, lingo. Like how I was watching a movie. Oh, <laughs> I was watching. Uh, this is embarrassing, but Fast and the Furious. Oh, dude, don't be embarrassed. Yeah. Watch every one of those in theaters. Yeah, Toretto, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was it was on, like, my Netflix, or, like, you know, it like, popped up, and I was like, no way. I was like, this movie is so bad. Yeah. I have to watch it. Like, it's been forever. Right. I don't think I've actually seen the whole thing all the way through. But um, there's that fight scene at the beginning of the movie between, the, you know, Paul Walker and the the fucking other dude R.I.P. yeah at uh at, yeah I mean yeah. Um, Vin Diesel uh, well not between him but the other guy anyway one of the non non Vin Diesels yeah non Vin Diesels yeah. and uh after the fight he's like you hit like a faggot <laughs> like, like he yells it he's like you like a faggot and I was just like I'm watching the movie and like you not really paying attention because it's fucking the Fast and the Furious. So right. Like, but that got your attention. You know, attention. I'm like on my phone. He's like, you hit like a faggot. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. like easy, man. Like, yeah. you, dude, you can't say that anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And like other movies, like it's not even that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. No. And it's like, oh my God. In, in ones that I was rolling at laughing, um, at the time where I'm like, Oh shit! I remember that being really funny, and now I'm just kind of like, 
concerned. Like, it's almost like cringe. Like cringe. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh God, why are you doing that? And uh, I mean, there's there's like there's a couple ways of looking at that. I'm glad that we're more sensitive to some of these insensitivities that we had. Sure. Um, there's also like there's a little bit of me that's like people like let's not take ourselves so seriously agreed that we rob ourselves of um we can Comedy. we can stay ha- still have nuance but we can have some funny shit yeah cuz sometimes you got to break those pretty hard to to like see some humor in it sure and uh, i guess context is everything it is right it is and it's yeah. like but i mean i mean i don't know this starting to touch on some i know but you can't you can't murky murky waters you know. know and like yeah. all the guys we know are be like don't be a faggot you know yeah. it's like yeah which <laughs> and, then we, okay. and then we go ah, i mean yeah. yeah sure if you want to say that but i'm pretty know. used to being called a faggot sure like that was i think i called per- you a faggot earlier yeah i'm but. pretty much my <laughs> nickname in high school you know i was an art kid yeah. in the middle of an agricultural small town yeah and uh yeah, I understand why that's hurtful. Yeah, well, it's it's like, I mean, I understand there was a comedian. God, I forgot his Chris Rock. Name. He no. did the he did the whole. Oh well, no, there's that. Yeah, that's hilarious. But there is a comedian, a gay comedian, who uh, he was on like, uh, who's the CK? What the fuck? Oh, that? Louis CK. Louis CK. Yeah, he was on one of those, and like at the beginning, they do like a round table kind of like hangout or whatever. I don't yeah, know, I didn't like get super into it, but. Uh, there's a gay comedian who actually like breaks down why faggot is so insulting. Oh, that'd be insightful. And yeah. after hearing that, and I kind of knew the history of it, but when he broke it down, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, that is brutal. Mm. And I can see how that would be super fucking hurtful. Yeah. And so like growing up, you know, the, you say fact you don't think of you know i never i never thought of like oh fact you know like some a gay guy you know or gay a, guys, or, or a smoke or a bundle of sticks right, whatever right. you well, don't that's, you that's don't associate the, it with someone well that's where the the saying comes from the bundle of sticks uh-huh and it's just like when they were you know the inquisition or something i'm i'm sure i'm butchering this but uh, you know during you know the inquisition or something you know they would take uh homosexuals and instead of burning them at the stake they would throw them at the base with the rest of the faggots oh. and use them as fucking kindling Whoa. or fuel. And Th- so it's like, oh. That's gnarly. That's super fucking dark. That's and gnarly. where that came and from. And yeah, so I, when, he bro- I, when, when he said that, I was just like, oh my God. So now I feel, you know. Yeah. So like I would never use that word. You, hear, you, know. you heard it here, folks. I, I did not. I did not know that was yeah. the origins. I'm sure I fucked it up somewhere, but um, yeah. that was the gist of it. And it's, you know, I can see how that would be pretty brutal. I get it. It's too bad it's such a funny fucking word when people throw it It is, around. because growing up, like, you know, you don't use it. When I was a kid, you don't use it thinking of homosexuals. No. You know, you think of it you're like dork. Yeah. You know. Nerd. Which, which actually dork, I think, is a dick. Oh. Like my dork. Oh, it's just instead of saying dick, you're saying dork. Dork, yeah. And then, you know, call somebody a dildo. That's a, you know, fake penis that, you know. Yeah. Is that insulting to any know. any group? Probably not. 
Probably uh, just to the user. I think like, you could dildo. Yeah. Like, you fucking idiot. Well, it's <laughs> good to know there's a safe. It's too. There's. Yeah, dildo. That's a funny thing to call I someone, I guess. Yeah. I, I like ding dong. Ding dong. Because it's fun. like, you, that doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. And it just gets the point across that you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Idiot's good too. Mm-hmm. Like, like, but you have to like preface it with fucking. Like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. You know, like, that means that you're a complete moron. Is calling a guy a bitch, is that insulting to women? <sighs> probably. I would say, yeah, probably. Okay. I've always wondered that. There were. I some, should probably ask a woman. Uh, Claire, like if I called Claire, you a bitch. Claire and Nikki. One night we got drunk. Oh, you know, from yeah, Queen. yeah, yeah. We get drunk. We got drunk at uh, Landers Brew. Yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, but uh, oh, that place. Yeah, you can say anything you want that there. Place <laughs> awesome. That place is fucking amazing. But uh, Claire was going off about. Obviously, we had all been drinking, but she was just like, why is it a bad thing when you call a guy a pussy? Yeah. She's like, pussies are great. And I was like, yeah, pussies are great. Yeah, I gotta agree with that. I like pussies, Yeah, you know? But it's like, you know, it means like you're a wimp. Like when you think about it, like you're big, you fucking oh, pussy. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what it's implying. Yeah, you're a wimp. Yeah. And it's just like, well, she was just like making the argument. Like why is being a wimp associated with vaginas? And I was uh. like, she's like, honestly, she's like, balls are way more fucking weak, you know, weak and vulnerable than yeah. vaginas. So like, yeah, like why, why, pounded. yeah, why do you say like, oh, that guy's got a huge set of nuts, you know, when he fucking does something crazy? It's just like, well, if you had a huge set of nuts, it'd probably be pretty difficult. Awkward. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. And like, they fucking hurt. You ever been hitting the nuts? <laughs> yeah. That shit sucks. Yeah. But. You can kick anyway. a pussy all day long. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I mean, I don't know if you can do that. But, I don't know either. But it's, you know, she was making That's that argument. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. She was making that argument, and I was, you know, I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. I get it. But believe me, this conversation is not changing any of that. No. No. I'm still going to call somebody a pussy for being a wimp. Yeah. And I'm still going to say that motherfucker's got some balls. Yeah. You know, because it's funny. I don't know. In... I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't call a woman a bitch. I would if she was being mean. I mean But if I you call be, a guy a bitch, it means he's yeah, being a pussy. Exactly. That's which a, means a wimp. See what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like it's just this yeah, fucking yeah. this crazy ongoing like Dude, need, quit being a bitch, you know, and we know what that means. Yeah. It's maybe that's encouragement. Yeah. But if you say it to a chick, like, dude, this chick's a huge bitch. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's different. I but well, I guess my point is like I would much rather, I feel better about saying it to a guy than I would to a girl. Sure, I've said it to plenty of women though. And then if I say it to a, if I say it to a guy in the absence of a girl, it would probably be fine. Yeah. But if I called a guy a, a bitch. bitch in front of a girl, then maybe I'm violating something. Hey, I don't, at that point, I don't think it matters. I feel like that's like pretty gray i don't know this etiquette like don't be such a bitch this and, is um, but but then again maybe every time i've said that like the chick i'm with or the women we're, are around just kind of look at me like mm-hmm Dude, what the fuck? i don't know i really really have to pee though oh take a break go ahead can i take yeah break? yeah here give me your microphone can i just pee in my pants you can <laughs> i have another pair of pants for you right there oh this is the moment. Just don't pee on my chair. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I gotta get up. Here, you, I can talk on your microphone to myself. Okay, you do that. Wait, I'm gonna take a leak. Yep. 
You can just water a tree outside if you want. This is Snake's microphone. This is my microphone. Oh, actually, let's check the levels here. Chuck, chuck. Sounding good. Chuck, chuck. Pretty even. Trying to think of some stories I could tell about Snake while he's uh, watering the tree. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's so many that he could probably tell better is the problem. Hmm. Damn it, now I'm going to have to pee too. I can hold it. I'm going to hold it. So this is a good time for an advertisement. I just don't have any sponsors for the show, so... I won't advertise anything. can tell you what, uh, what I'm surrounded by. I have some extra batteries in case my recorder runs out. I have a empty glass of whiskey. I have a Mananalu can. My la- oh, Snake's back. Are you just talking to yourself? I was. Oh, God, I feel so much better. Yeah, I, I have to pee, but I'm going to hold it. I can hold it. Okay. I don't want to be a bitch. Oh, damn. It's like that. It's like that. That, was, that was wrong. <laughs> I'm going to apologize for that one right now. Cheap oh, shot. Man. Cheap shot. It's all right, I'll take it. Uh, yeah. So I got, we probably, that that was part of the table. I took this thing out so I could put my feet underneath it. Shit's falling apart, man. Yeah. We're all falling apart. We should probably talk about some motorcycles. Oh, yeah, I mean, we touched on it. It's funny how little we talk about motorcycles on this show with everyone. Well, I mean, they're not... <laughs> it's not terribly interesting to, it's other, not. to other people. It's not. It's like when you go to a party or a bar or whatever, it's like... I mean, I'm, you do it with your wife, I'm sure. You walk in, you start talking about bikes, and I apologize. She'll, she'll stand there for about two seconds, yep. and then look around. You can see you can see it in your peripheral. You know, it's kind of yep. happening. You're like, oh yeah, I got this fucking. You know, I've got a BDL, but you know, the teeth are coming. You come in, and you start talking about belt, whatever. Yeah, and uh, they, you know, very quickly lose interest, and yep. then they're like, okay, cool. I'm gonna maybe go over here, maybe get a drink, maybe just go talk to fucking anybody else. Even the wall would be more, you know. I apologize if yeah. it, if it goes more than like thirty seconds. I'm like, ah, no, it's boring. It's about. fucking boring, and it's like unless you're talking about something that happened, you know, it's like, oh, I shit my pants while riding. Which you've never done that? No, and I'm, I'm surprised. I'm very surprised because <laughs> it's 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 a difficult thing to do to fart while you're riding. Yeah. Because you're sitting, like, all your weight... Our, our seats are similar, too. Yeah, so yeah. all your weight is, like, centered yeah. on your butthole, essentially. Or on your cheeks. Yeah. But, you're, you know, your butthole's in there. It's way easier to pinch out a fart on a spring sprung seat uh, than our seats. Uh, I don't know. I feel like just sitting... Like, like, you know when somebody's sitting in a chair? Yeah. And then, I mean, Emily fucking does it. I do it. Everybody does it. You just kind of... Yeah, you got to go sideways. You know, you kind of lift a leg. Yeah. You know, let one loose. It's because your butt cheeks are squeezing everything your, together. Your, and your it's sphincter like, is sealed. Well, it it forces you to push harder. Yeah. And so if there's something behind that wall. Yeah. It's coming out. It is. But if you, you know, kind of, you know, 
let the pressure out slowly. It's like, all right, maybe you can sneak it by and, you know, not have to worry about. You, you've you know. got to, you've got to, um, you got to wait one side. Yeah, you have to, you have to position yourself correctly. And yeah. it's like sitting on a motorcycle. It's not the easiest thing to do. So mm-hmm. it's like, and all the vibration and shit. Like I farted on my bike and be like, oh, I'm pretty sure I just shit my pants. Yeah. You know, cause you can't fucking tell. And then, but now like with my pan head, I've got that, uh, I've got that highway peg on the right side. Oh, so you can put one higher. Dude, it's awesome. It's your fart peg. Yeah. If you ever see me put my foot on my peg. Yeah, I've seen that. And then very quickly pull it down. Yeah, not quickly, just... but you know, I was definitely farting. Because just... I can put it up and kind of lean up and I'm just, you know, let it go. Justin shit his pants on his bike one time. <laughs> he told me a story. Yeah. Down I've in... definitely shit my pants yeah. a number of times, but not on my bike. No, he was uh, he was on a he was doing a ride with an adventure company. And sorry, Justin, if I fuck this up, but he got like a. I'm not sorry, Justin. They stopped and got like a date shake somewhere I down in, down in Death Valley. Yeah, and it fucked up his stomach. And they were on these big adventure bikes riding for like a, all that dairy, man. Yeah, you're fucking asking for it. Yeah, as good as that may sound. You got to be really selective with what you put in there if you know you're going to be on the bike all day, which is yeah. why I don't like to have coffee, uh, bring a coffee machine anymore, because if we wake up in the morning and make coffee and we're like a long ways away from a shitter and I know that we're not going to take time for let that do its thing yeah. and we jump on the bike, we're going to get 10 miles. I'm going to have to shit. Really? So I don't do, I don't like taking the coffee machine. I feel like I, when I ride, I feel like I just... You lock up? It, yeah, it blocks me up. I'm no. like, you know what? It's going to lock up. And even if I do have... There was... I don't think there's been an instance where I'm like, I'm going to shit my pants. This is going to be brutal. I need to get off my bike. Oh, I've definitely been there. I mean, there's definitely been times where... We, Had my coveralls on, too. We pu- <laughs> yeah. We've pulled over, and I've been like, oh... <laughs> Uh, this is happening. It's like it's almost like right when you get off the bike, it's yes. like everything kind of un- like relaxes yeah. and like unfurls, and it's just like everything straightens out, and it's like yeah. a fucking everything beelines it right yeah. to your asshole. Your butthole just says it's time. Yeah, this is happening, whether you want it to or not. It's, and it's time. Like, I remember that one time we pulled over at the Palms. I think we were riding. I think we were riding a Salt Lake, mm-hmm. and we stopped at the Palms. It took us forever to get a Joshua Tree. Yeah, and we we stopped to like drink a beer, or do something, and. Right when we got off the bike, I was like, oh, my God. Mm. Who has napkins? Mm-hmm. And thank God you had a fucking... Wet wipes. A whole pocket full of napkins or something. Oh, our napkins, yeah. It, w- it was an emergency. Yeah, and it was nighttime, so it was like, whatever. But in the desert, you're not hiding behind anything. Oh, no. No, you're doing that in the open. You're going to have to deal with that shame. Like, that's something that's <laughs> like, yep. Don't look at me. Hey, guys. No one know? look at me. It's like, you can either decide to face away... Which can be an even more gruesome sight. <laughs> you know, if they decide to look that direction, like, yeah. oh, God. Oh, I did not want to see that. Depending or, or on the PSI, can, or, it can be dangerous, too. Yeah. Cause, I mean, or you can take that, fuck, take it like a man. Yeah. Fucking look at your friends. Eye contact. Yeah, be like, you know what? I'm doing this. We're in this together. I just warn them. Just say, no matter what you hear. I'm okay. It, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> No matter what you hear, I'll be all right. Oh, yeah. There have been some times where it's been, you know, violent. You have a particularly violent stomach. Oh, my God. It's getting better, I think. Maybe not. I, I forget. Know. I think you're probably just figuring out what to eat and what not. Yeah, lately I'm like, hey, whatever. I don't care. Just put it in there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I think I was drinking a lot more, though. Yeah, that is. When we were 
at the shop. You know, like we talked beer about drinking. earlier. Yeah. Beer, liquor, whatever. Yeah. And then doing a lot of drugs, too. So it was like anything. I was like, fuck it. What do you got? I'll do it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a couple of years there where I didn't give a shit. It's like the, uh, it's like Which the is biohazard the... trash receptacle. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's I'll got the it. biohazard sticker <laughs> on. Just throw it in there. Every... Yeah. Uh, where do I throw this? What is it? Yeah. Oh, it's a bunch of old shitty drugs and booze. Oh, yeah. just put it in snake. He'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot. I, I didn't finish Justin's story. Oh, sorry. But he, he had that date shake and they were riding those big adventure bikes and um, he felt it coming on and it was like no way to even slow this train down and he tried to like just slip out a little fart and he like no. he he felt himself rifle something <laughs> like but he was standing up so it like project bulleted out of his butthole and, and he knew not to sit on it and he did but he didn't uh, know the the damages so he kept oh no. he rode standing up for like mile and these are adventure bikes with like 300 yeah. mile tanks whatever oh, yeah. so he he it's rode brutal. standing up the whole time and then they got to a bathroom and he, he very gracefully like swung off and jumped in the bathroom i don't know if anything about that is graceful well here's the thing like it was it was like a it was like a solid little like snickers pellet like like, you know the ones you get at halloween they give you they don't give you a whole snickers they give you the little yeah Yeah, he like had like a solid like he rifled one down and then (laughs) he he was sitting there on the toilet and noticed it was like all pretty good and he only had one pair of underwear and they were nice underwear so he took out his pocket knife and cut around oh he fucking told did he me tell that. you this yeah. one yeah he cut around the, the snickers bar yeah. yeah and then just threw that away and went on his way it's which like, is a pretty good way to do it if you ask me now you got a hole, hole in your, out of your butthole yeah yeah which makes it easier if you have to shit totally it's like what's the point i mean and why why not just cut the fucking underwear off uh well you still may want the rest of it you know that was still plenty good i guess but yeah, you could go with that. I mean, I've had. If you ever see me running around with one sock, oh yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I did that in Culver City. <laughs> That's <a> pretty <laughs> busy spot to one Dude, sock. Dude, <laughs> I was new in L.A. Fucking Oof. working at Culver Stages, <sighs> walking, oh, walking no. to the fucking, walking to the parking lot, and I felt it. Right oh there. no! I think I was like twenty six or twenty seven <laughs> at the time. Yeah, I just felt it. Big crew. Like, on that one uh people around it was a game show remember that show uh deal or no deal yeah yeah so i worked on that okay yeah it was a pa hell of a deal there it was not a good deal yeah i I fucking you know it was the end of the night nobody else was there oh that's just us leaving and could have been worse i felt this you know i was like oh i lived in hollywood at the time i was like i think i can make it and uh i get to my truck and i you know, start immediately right when I leave the gate, of course, where there are no bathrooms available right, to you. Right, 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 right. You know, if I'd stayed on the stage, oh, there's fucking bathroom there. There's one there. Yeah. Or, of course, right when I leave the gate, it was just like, okay, this is happening right away. And so I had no idea where I was. Start driving around. It's all fucking neighborhoods and shit. Yeah. Like houses. You're driving like a five ton or what do you got? Like a big I was driving truck? my truck. Oh, okay. My, my personal. Yeah. And I was just like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Every second just getting worse and worse oh, and worse. And it's such a helpless feeling. And I found this, I don't know what, what kind of business it was, but it was an empty parking lot. Yeah. Not a lot of light. 
That's good. I just pulled the I don't even think I turned my truck off. Yeah. <laughs> I jumped out and just fucking leaned against the brick wall and those poor motherfuckers who came in the <laughs> oh, I mean, geez. it was just like <laughs> you know, just like everybody brutal. Out. Yeah. yeah, brutal. And I just, you know, kicked a boot off and pulled a sock off. Yeah. Like, this will do it. <laughs> fucking I was living with Ratty in Hollywood. <laughs> On, uh, when we lived above Coango, we were fucking partying every night. Yeah, so I'll bet. Like party guys. That animal, you two living together. Yeah, it was brutal, but it was fun. I mean, shit, shit on the side of a building in Culver City. But mm. I'm sure that's pretty normal now. Oh, you know what we never got to? What's that? That we we did one of those trail offs. Well, oh, what was we never got around to how I got the name Snake? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. Please continue. I feel, I feel like I need to give Dave justice. Yes. And, you know, tell this story. It's you not do. even that awesome of a story. But like, no, it's it, stupid. People, these are, this, this, this is what this is about. Okay. It's a deep dive. Well, it's not even that awesome of a story, but. But it does describe your name. Yeah. So I guess we were like 22, 23 at the time. God, that was almost 22 years, 20 years ago. Um, and. Dave, we were living in Salt Lake, and for some reason, Dave thought that everybody needed an 80s nickname and started doling them out. But he called me one night, and I didn't answer it like I was doing something or whatever. And he just left a message, and it was, Snake, what are you doing, Snake? Fucking Snake. And like his roommate in the background, <laughs> and I was like super confused. Yeah. I called him back and I was like, he's all snake. And I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was just like, that's your name. And <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, that's your new name. It's snake. And I went, yeah, okay, whatever, man. Well, I'll be damned if that didn't stick on you like flies on shit, man. It, it really, like he was relentless about it. He would introduce me to snake, tell people to call me snake. You know, when I'd introduce myself as my real name, he'd be like, no, 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 no that's snake. And I was just like after, I think it was after like five or seven years. I just, I had, whatever, man. Hey, I'm snake. You know, and I still feel like a dipshit though. When the, when it's official, when the entire film industry only knows you on the call sheet is snake. That's true. Because when I was this last Can-Am job that you did, mm. when I was giving them your name for the job, that no one recognized your real name. My real name. My and they were like, yeah. and I'm like, no, he's done your spots before. And they're like, we don't know this guy. Nope. And then they text me back, oh, Snake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's we know great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, Big Dave, he kind of. He kind of set it in motion. He kind of came through on that one. I yeah, mean, sure it, did. it is actually, I think it's benefited me in more than one way. It's just, People remember it. It's easy, especially in my industry. It's like, yeah. do you know, I don't know any other snakes. But it suits you so well. He was right, dude. You're a tall, lanky dude. Super sketchy. You have an appearance <laughs> of like the 80s bad guy at times. <laughs> what we should do is make a snake reference of 80s movies and maybe we can pinpoint where maybe he was pulling from. Or did he tell you? He didn't. He never, I mean, not that I can remember, we never talked about it in great depth. It just kind of, yeah. it was one of those things that was like, your name's Snake now. But I could just imagine him staying up late one night watching like a 
bad 80s movie on cable. It had to be fucking Escape from New York. Oh. Snake Plissken. Right. Yeah, Kurt Russell. I mean, God, that guy's a badass. I bet it was. But, yeah. And then, I don't know where the dumpster part came from, though. Yeah, that's a confusing one. Who who branded that? I can't remember. That was the one that just kind of... They were like, Snake's not enough. We need a... You need a last name. And it's got to be even shittier. Yeah. <laughs> it's got dumpster. What's really crappy that nobody wants to be a part of? Oh, a dumpster. Yeah, we'll do that. You don't remember at all who put uh-uh. that in motion? Uh-uh. No idea. It might have been... I have no idea. I've never had a nickname stick. I've had a lot of nicknames depending on where I live, but every time I've moved, they've... They disappear, yeah. yeah. Well, see, Dave kind of came... Oh, he came with came you? Came that with makes me sense everywhere. Sense now. So it was like, I got here, and everything was fine, and then Dave you got thought here. You, you <laughs> yeah. thought you outran it. I was like, ah, oh, I got away from it. And then, which, what, I mean, it's not like a bad nickname, you know, but it's like, yeah. I, I, I know a guy named Shitbag. You know, it's way worse. Right. You know? It's like, but... Um, or sketchy D or something, you know, it's like, I'm oh, not sketchy, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, Dave and like a few other people showed up after a little bit in LA and that makes a lot more sense now. It was back on. Yeah. That's what it takes to have a nickname stick. You got to move at least three places and for it to catch on all three places. I guess. I don't know. The, the other thing is you can't give yourself a nickname. No. I knew a dude who tried to give himself a nickname and it went horribly wrong. <laughs> it went great for us, bad for him. But yeah. Um, yeah. His name was Joey. This is when we lived in Hollywood. This fucking weirdo kicked us out of his apartment. Like he had the lease. Uh-huh. Anyway. Well, that guy was hauling ass. They think they're in the Baja 1000. Does he know it road. turns to fucking dirt up there? <laughs> yeah, he probably does. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Jesus. Uh, he was going pretty quick. Yeah. No, he probably does because that's when it gets fun for those guys on the dirt bikes. Was that a dirt bike? Yeah, I think it was. He was it? Did you know. see it? No, he was going so fucking fast. I just Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this dude Joey tried to give himself the nickname Joey Guns. Ooh. Yeah. That's. Oh, he's coming back. He's like, nope, dirt's not for No, it's another one going up. It's his buddy. He lost the race. Yeah, you're slow, dude. Yeah, that's a little pretentious. A little? You can't do that. Joey Guns? Yeah. wonder where he came up with that. I don't know. He thought he was cool, but what... What happened? Ended up happening. We were all like, yeah, no. It's more like Joey Buns. (laughs) And so we all just started calling him Buns. And his name turned into Buns. Oh, and, talk about your all-time backfires! Yeah, so everybody knew him as Buns. I was like, "What's up, Buns?" And but I don't know what happened to that dude. I think he like, got addicted to meth or something and moved away. But Joey Buns. Well, if I meet a guy, maybe not. Buns, I apologize, you know. Buns, if you didn't get addicted to meth and moved away. But I don't <laughs> know. fuck you, snake. Yeah, he's all fucking. We can't dick. all have a snake, Nick. Yeah, dude. sorry, Buns. If uh, if you're doing well, I hope you are doing well. Uh, good luck to you. I. I um depending on where I get a text from like I'll know if I get a te- a random text and I don't remember like or know can identify where the number's coming from depending on what they call me in that text I can usually know oh yeah what city it is yeah you know like if someone calls me Kansas from you know a random text I know that's like a Seattle cuz that yeah. that nickname stuck 
They're not going to call you Kansas in Kansas. No. No. No, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good hey, point. Hey, Kansas. Everybody turns around. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. So, depend. yeah, I would have never had that nickname in Kansas, so that eliminates it. But I can always tell who, it, or at least what city this person's from when, yeah. when they're getting a hold of me. It, the texts are weird, because when you get a text from a number you don't fucking know... And they assume you know who it is. Yes. And they go on and on and on. And you're like, this has happened to me a couple of times. I'm like, okay, who is this? And they're like, Dick. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that still doesn't address the fact that I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, who is this? Yeah. Like, can't believe you don't know. Yeah. And then it's just like, you like never get to it. It's just like. Okay, I've now blocked your number, and yeah. I don't ever want to hear from you. It's likely it's somebody close to you, but just if you're in that situation, don't yeah. don't be a dick. Nine times out of ten, I do not have the uh, time or the patience to deal with a joking back and forth text, especially with someone you can't from identify. a number I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like. I want to give you a million dollars. Okay, that would be a little different. I'd be like, okay, well, who is this? I can't believe you. Dude, I get texts well, like that no. all the time. No, I don't. It's spam. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's like, you Every know, day. Some, somebody gives you, and then they want to do this like long dra- drawn out, like fun, pokey kind of. Yeah. Uh, Flirt, flirty kind of. It's like, hey, dude, honestly, I don't care enough. Or do debt. Yeah, or do debt. Or yeah. chick, whatever. I don't have fucking time, nor do I give a shit who this is. Like, either say who it is. Or fuck off. Dude. <laughs> My buddy Jason was out here. We were working on his shovel head the, o- the other day. Jason? Uh, Jason Thompson. A buddy of mine from L.A. Okay. And um, he's had this cone shovel in his garage for a while. And it's had some problems. And we were going to switch out the carburetor for something he needed. And it ended up getting doing a deep dive on the bike a little deeper than we had anticipated right. so he's here for oh a, you called me about that. yes yeah, yeah, yeah i was yeah, looking yeah. for a manifold yeah he's here for a day and a night but he got this text randomly from a number he didn't recognize and mm-hmm. it was like it was a very flirtatious picture let's just say that and he's like what was it like a dick pic um no it was a woman oh bummer but it, he he was like uh, yeah, and I think maybe it had like some. Is he married? Yes, oh. very happily. Oh. And it was so that makes it even more awkward. Yeah, it makes it even more awkward. That's when you go him. erase block. Well, <laughs> what he you know just like thinking about it in a really practical way is like, well, if this person doesn't know, because there was some text in it, and he could tell that it was the wrong number. She oh, she was texting these to someone else that and if if he didn't say something they would have kept going. they would have kept yeah. doing that or been really hurt you know right right and he's like oh fuck he's like, hey, I get it now you know this is this my name is, is not Frank yeah not meant yeah. for me and he like very politely just said hey listen I I don't know who you are and I and it makes total sense that you may have the wrong number you know, who you're trying to contact with these. And, you know whatever he said and you know what he should have done <laughs> was just send a dick pic back <laughs> no and see what happens <laughs> no come on man she'll know yeah you know? oh well maybe maybe she'd be like wait a minute 
whose dick is that? Yeah. And you'd be like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's one way to do it. Yeah. But anyway. A little more creative. She was and a, so know. totally embarrassed. Oh, the, really? Like, <laughs> was it so, like tits or like risk? I don't know. I didn't want, I didn't look at it. I what? Didn't, I didn't look at it. Get and out he, of here. Well, he deleted it right away. Jerk. And uh, yeah, but he told me what happened. And and I could see him over there like, huh? And uh, and so he, he let her know that, you know, that wasn't. Who is this? J- yeah, you haven't Jason. met him. Yeah, Jason Thompson. Jason, God damn it, you got to save those <laughs> so you can show people the proof. You'd be like, look, this crazy bitch sent me this yeah. fucking thing, and I sent her a dick pic back. And, but that's and, the other end of what we're talking about when someone like knows that knows who they're texting, and you don't know who they are. Right. That's the other side of it, which yeah. is, I guess, I don't know which is worse. Like, probably. <laughs> Probably the wrong number text and somebody fucking with you. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've sent something to my wife, sexual yeah. in nature, and I just I stare at the phone for a good, like, solid. Just making sure. Solid one minute, like 60 fucking seconds. Yeah. Just making sure that Set it's your her beer contact. Down. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, hold on. All right, that's me doing that, which would probably, you know, might get me. A lot of people don't do that. Oh, dude, if you send that to some, the wrong person, mm. you're getting in trouble. Mm. That's a lot of trouble. So, you know, I do, I do that, but I, I do have to tell you. Did you ever have one When misfire? I was single, I sent a lot of dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get, your, you know, get you, your first iPhone, you know, it's like, yeah. damn, this thing is... You know the the there's always the memes and the fucking chicks on Instagram who are like unsolicited dick pics. Fuck you, that's gross. Yeah, yeah that was talking me. about you. Yeah, that, was <laughs> <laughs> that was me because fuck you, you're getting a picture of my dick. <laughs> Whether you want it or not, yeah. you're getting it. I mean, um, define unsolicited here. Yeah, true. You know, it's murky waters. You know, I mean, those. I early, interpreted that as I want to see your dick. Those early days of uh, of um, high resolution iPhone quality. Oh yeah, that might have, I mean, opened some doors and really closed some doors for a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people got in trouble. They did. Yeah, they did. Definitely did. Yeah, and it like, rightfully so. I mean, like jokingly, like I say, I sent it to a you know, I sent it to like friends and shit. Yeah, you know? I never send it to somebody who I didn't know. Right, like yeah. check out my dick, you know. But I don't know, maybe once. But dude, I have buddies that send some of the most ridiculous shit around. In, I've in sent my dick pics to dudes, like yeah. the guys I work with. I'm yeah. like my favorite, my favorite, my all time favorite one, and I still fucking. Oh, use I it. know what you could go on. I still use it, and I still show it to people at work. <laughs> my slippers, the slippers. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best it's so good because it's like it's like oh I have these fucking you know if somebody's talking about comfy (laughs) shoes or whatever I'm like oh dude I've got the best fucking slippers like they're the fucking most you bait them yeah yeah you gotta bait them and then now now it's guys I work with who have seen it you know it's like they're sending it around no if there's like a new guy on the crew yeah like oh dude you gotta show Jared your fucking slippers yeah Yeah. you know it's just like 21 year old kid yeah and I'm just like and I'm like, oh, dude, the pink fuzzy slippers? I was like, dude, they're the most comfortable things. I was like, look at these fucking things. And I'll fucking hold up the picture, and they're just like, oh, dude, what the fuck? I can't believe you showed me that picture of your dick. And I was just like, all right, whatever. Get over it. It's not that crazy. 
But yeah, it, that's <laughs> that's probably my favorite one. I still send that one. Justin acts when we were down in Mexico. When we were down in Mexico, Justin accidentally posted a full frontal of him on Instagram. Thank God. Because he didn't even notice. It was like a picture that I think his girlfriend took of the fish he had caught. Jenny. Jenny. Like, I, I don't remember the composition or what was in the frame, but it was like totally this other thing that you're focusing on. And okay. in the background, it's like full frontal Justin. And just he dick. didn't even notice. And it was like, well, oh, this how? is a great picture of these fish. He just threw it up there. And, and she's like, um. Saying, help me, your dick no, is hanging out. No one noticed. He pulled it down right away. For but real? It was so, it was so. Oh, I'll bet someone noticed and screen grabbed that one. No, nobody did. Really? He, first of all, he caught it in time. I'll bet you can Google Justin Chatwin naked Maybe. fish. Full frontal. Full frontal. Full frontal fish. Up. God, I hope somebody grabbed That's that. That's a good eating fish right there. Did you see the photo? How's yeah, he doing? I saw it. Well, when he posted it? No, how's he doing? Is he, is he... Oh, he's doing good. He's doing good. Yeah, he came. Oh, oh, you mean in the <laughs> the hog, the how's hog doing? fish. Yeah, how's he doing? Is he all right? I'm sure he can hold his own. I'd have to look again. Oh, damn. Not I, that impressive. Sorry, Justin. I mean, it was, I, it slipped by me that oh. it was, like, I didn't. <laughs> Not in maybe me. Maybe you don't want to say Find that. Yeah, maybe yeah. you don't want to say that. No, like, no. oh, I didn't even notice your dick was out. Like, oh, yeah. That's a good like point. That, that'd be like, no, the first thing I noticed was Justin's huge cock. Right. And then we were like, oh, fuck, we got to change this photo. Yeah, it didn't It didn't register. Gotcha. I mean. It just looked like a fish. The fish were pretty big. <laughs> if we're talking scale here, yeah, it's a lot Sorry, to Justin. With. And he did shoot those fish, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> man we spun out on that one yeah sorry no it was good <laughs> you gotta go with that sometimes mm-hmm. the the flow in one of these things is so interesting because um i'm learning you know you think you have like a a couple topics to like lined up to hit on dude the trail off. you just gotta trail with it you just gotta do the trail it's a fairly structured conversation it is but you can go with a flow. Right. Some people get really uptight when you're like trying to oh, break really? through. Yeah, yeah, I've had that. And then those are the exhausting conversations. Like, like who got uptight? I don't know. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm not going to tell you. got uptight? But it, it's sometimes it's like. Al. I'll bet it was Al. <laughs> some people don't have. Uh, well, they also don't have a lot of so, like experience in being in front of an audience well, and also, they're very aware that this is going sure. in front of them. also being social and comfortable in your you know yeah i mean i work in an industry where it's incredibly social it's incredibly social and you're around people all the time and you, yeah. you know it's like i feel like most of the time i get hired is because people can stand being around me it's like well i yeah. can stand being around the son of a bitch whatever hire him yeah you know he may not be the best but whatever they actually want to work with you because uh, you're good to be around. I'm not as much of a pain in the ass yeah. as everybody else. Yeah. yeah. So if that you can makes it easy. take some punches and go with them and even yeah. give some punches, yeah. like, that's it, who you want to have in your corner. Anyway. Exactly. So that makes it easier. Whatever it takes to get you through that fucking 12 to 14 hour day and be entertained. True. But you know, being a fluffer isn't easy, you know? No. It's not. <laughs> I wouldn't want your job. It's messy. It's a messy business. Yeah. A yeah. lot of uh 
a lot of baby wipes and yeah. chemicals on a good day. A lot of eye drops. <laughs> a lot of a lot of pink eye. Yeah, a lot huh? of pink eye. A lot of pink eye. A lot of contagious conjunctivitis, but other than that, it's good. Mm. That health, is somebody's job, though. The health benefits are amazing. Mm. <laughs> that I'm, then I'm jealous. Sign me up. Yeah. Where do I sign? Uh, yeah, I don't know. These are fun, though. They are, and and uh, <clears throat> first of all, I'm I'm still learning, but you know, I, I bought new microphone cables and a new card for this interview because oh, I was because yeah. these are the new ones. These are the new ones. Oh, okay, they came because people were requesting this. Really? Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to cut this off in an hour. I'm going to get a new card. I'm going to get cables. I'm not going to have any interruptions. Ah, what were wrong with the old cables? They would if I'd actually if they started like doing the thing i'd have to hold it here oh jesus real and then if the other one started i'd have to hold that one <laughs> and uh it was kind of stra- distracting actually it was hard to do yeah you'll hear them too because i got the last three that i haven't posted yet one two three yeah it'll all happen some sometimes oh okay and i and well i heard the first three i think those were fine it wasn't doing it then yeah, they were great. Yeah, they that that cables were still good. The still only good. one I couldn't get through was Dan's. Oh, really? Yeah, because Dan sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because uh, I couldn't hear him. That's and because you had one. You might have had one headphone on. I was well, I, yeah, but I was driving, so I'm in my loud ass fucking truck, and I have it cranked. And you were saying that uh, on that interview, you did it, I did. I was experimenting. I should have right. caught. That's a good point. I should have called this out in his interview, but I panned the audio left, right tracks, his voice, my voice. So right. it would sound like we're on two sides of you, which sounds cool. It sounds cool, but I had people hit me up and be like, Hey, <clears throat> I'm at work and I can't, I can only hear one side of this. Yeah. And I was like, Oh fuck. Really? And I'm like, it the dawned on me. They're listening in. with headphones on yeah. one side. I'm like, Oh, yeah. That won't. I can't do that anymore. No, because I was driving, and I remember listening to Al Dugan and uh, Austin. Yeah, and they were fine. They were all great. Everything sounded fine. And then I got to Dan's, and I was like, "Damn, is this motherfucker just like not close to his microphone?" I was like, "This this fool you know, has a podcast. Like, yeah. you'd stick the microphone in your face, you know." So I was just kind of blown away. I was like, dude, what is up with Dan? You and know then, what, though? That means your truck is panned heavy to one side. Well, I think, you know, your audio must have been on the left and his must have been on the right. Yeah, exactly. Like that. That's exactly yeah. what it was. But in my truck, it's it's a fucking standard, big, dumb, stupid truck. And yeah. it's like, I can't hear a fucking thing anyway. So yeah, it's like, mine's my speaker, the same way. My speakers suck. Yeah, like, mine's the same way. They're not stock. You know, it's like they blew yeah. and I got the shitty cheap aftermarket ones. Do you have a stereo system at your house that you can plug like uh, your iPhone into? Yes. Listen to it there and tell me how it works in like a, a left, right, a left, right situation. Yeah, I will. Cause I have actually have it like hooked up to like, like my TV and shit. Like we have a pretty good, like a surround. And it, sound. And it is. Yeah. It's not like, like surround, but it's separated yeah. you know, enough on either side of our, like a, uh, fireplace so i'd be curious to see how it worked because i i just listened to it with headphones so my voice his voice which right. i won't do again don't worry anybody worry but um i never got to experience it the way i kind of thought it up 
Yeah, I just thought that he was just being mousy. And, uh, <laughs> no. I was like, damn, Dan. Yeah, Dan's super, an audio guy. You're super cute and all, but. He just wrecked his new Pan America. He got a Pan America. Dude, I saw that. Did you see that? <laughs> I couldn't stop watching it. I watched it like a hundred times. I had to read it a couple of times because I was like, wait, is that really him? I thought he was dicking around. No, that's him. That's but his he... brand new motorcycle. <laughs> Brand, he was one of the first one to get one of those, and he, he's the first one with a custom paint job. It was a pretty That's good like the rack. first trip he's taken it, it on. Pretty good rack, though. I tell you that much. Oh my god, they he got call. he went he and he even called it out. He's like, I pulled this jackass maneuver, and yeah. I was like, yeah, that was a jackass maneuver. But that's something I totally would have done, and especially the, on a bike like that, it's yeah. so fucking fast. You're like later, and yeah. I saw the fucking truck turn into him, and then he just. Wheelie, he wheelies. He goes, <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> That's how powerful those bikes are. I was like, oh man, you bossed it. And I was like, that was killer. Yeah, I totally gave him the same thing. I told him, I was like, I can't stop watching this. As far you... as Rex goes, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was fine. The bike yeah. was pretty much fine, which is a true testament to the Pan America because. Um, that's that's insert harley plug well <laughs> not on this podcast that i know of they haven't they haven't done much to help yeah, but probably uh, won't it'll probably Those not fucking dorks uh, but uh i am very proud of the campaign that we shot for them and i will say that like i'm really i'm really happy that they trusted jason's vision in that thing yeah because <clears throat> it's the best it's the best thing they've done in decades i mean jesus christ i just did a fucking harley gig with another oh did you company yeah and i mean just talking about it, it's like man we all like harley yeah we all fucking love harley we all fucking ride harleys but these fucking dorks can't pull their heads out of their asses and you know no nah, skulls and flames man that's yeah. it that's it <laughs> What do you mean? No. Oh, you know what? My bad. Sorry. Rhinestones. Yeah. We'll add rhinestones. That'll be yeah. cool. You know, it's like, don't just cater to fucking Daytona Beach and Vegas. Yeah. It's like, dude. We're, we're all getting to the point where maybe we can, don't we? Dan just bought one. You can afford one of these things now. What, a Pan America? Yeah. Or just, or any new Harley. Well, that would be cool if somebody could have fucking afford it other than a dentist or a lawyer. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's like, they're fucking... Their clothing, the the outerwear, uh, yeah, the, it's pretty bad. The, dude, it's fucking stupid. It's, it's god awful, and it's like, thank God for people like Momoa. Yeah, f you know, for realizing, and he, the motherfucker has some weight. He led know, the charge. He put his foot around, down. and he's yeah. like, "Look, man," he's like, "This shit's fucking lame. Like, yeah. let's do something cool about it." You know, yeah. it's like it's a cool product. Y'all have a rad legacy. Like, let's make it that. And that and that's theirs. Yeah, know? it's it's it, not like we're taking it away from them, but yeah. it's like they're fucking dorky ass lawyers and legal team. And well, I don't know, you gonna fuck Just fucking these fucking losers who <laughs> all they see is the bottom line and the red tape. And well, I don't know, you know, it's yeah. just like man, fuck off. Yeah, just Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, make something without rhinestones or flames yeah. or a fucking stupid skull on it for Christ fucking sake. Or, or just respect the opinion of those who really live the life. Not not the weekend warrior. Like, I mean, those who really... It's hard to explain to someone that... Like, ignoring our base... Well, I get it because it's like that we're not... We don't spend the money. But you know what? If they made some cool shit, I would fucking buy it. Exactly. But not only that. <clears throat> you're right. If they did, they would. But most of their customers are 
trying to be what they think of as us. Right. They think that is what we do and wear and these things. They don't they can't really they don't have the time or probably well, I know. the under comprehension to understand that it's different. So they buy that thinking like, oh, I'm in now. Well, I know that this is a, an audio thing and you can't see what I'm wearing, but my rhinestone pants right now. I'm fucking <laughs> killing it. All right? I went home. In your chaps. After, yeah, yeah. My chaps and yeah. my fucking rhinestone pants and my skull-flamed Harley shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, like, flames done right are awesome. I agree. But you got to do them right. I agree. You got to do them right. I, I'm I not agree. trying to shit on Harley Davidson. I will. I, snake fuck, snake, fuck snake will. Those fucking dorks. I've worked for him so many fucking times and talked to those people. It's like the legal fucking... It, I mean, just the... It's hard to swallow. It's, yeah. I can't say... I can't emphasize this enough. And I say dork because I mean it. Those <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerds dude those fucking nerds and like well we gotta make money you know and like the people buying the bike this fucking dorks they could be such a cooler company and they just have no fucking clue they're fucking clueless it's and a giant machine now it is and yeah. they don't give a shit yeah. they're like whatever well i mean they fucking should because i don't think they're making that much money now i'm worried i mean i get worried hopefully the pan america and the live wire are the two bikes that really you know bring some interest back. it's the worst when they try to be cool yeah well we've got harley black label you know or something like was that really a thing i don't did? know i'm sure it was. Uh, yeah. i don't know <laughs> i don't know it's like i remember Axley used to work at uh bartels oh really and, that's a that's a historic sure dealership sure their race history is unbelievable their racist history race history their, their racism is historic <laughs> Historic Slip racism. Of the tongue. Yeah. No, the race history. Yes. Yeah. But the, he used to uh, work in the parts department, and he was like, "Man, it fucking drives me nuts." He's like, "These fucking dorks from corporate come in, yeah, like the reps or whatever, and they're just like, hey man, what's up?'" Yeah. <laughs> and they like pass him a book with like a handshake, and it's like a little, you know, a little pamphlet or something and of their like, catalog. Yeah, but it's like the cool shit. Like yeah. the, you know, you don't show this to everyone. Yeah. This is like. Are they wearing it? For the cool yeah. guy. You know, you can spot him when he comes in. You know what he looks like. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and it's the, those are the fucking dudes I'm talking about. It's like those fucking dorks who think that like. Salesman. Hey, hey man. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, this is the cool shit. I'm going to sell you some shit. Yeah. It's called Black Label. You don't need yeah. any of this. Yeah. These fucking dorks. I'm going to sell it. These fucking total weenies. And it's just like, man, shut the fuck up. You're not cool. Nobody thinks you're cool. No, whatever you're doing is not cool. When was the last, what was the last dealership you went into? <sighs> Honestly, I think it was the one in Palm Springs. What's that one like? I've never been to that one. It's smaller. Um, kind of standard Harley shit, you know? Fucking how could they make it, how could they make it like a gathering? Wa- I'll tell you this. I didn't fucking walk around. No. I walked in. I knew exactly what I wanted. I walked straight to the counter. Didn't look at anything. No, I didn't look at a goddamn thing mm. because I knew exactly what I was going to see. Yeah. I was going to see clothes out of the fucking Matrix <laughs> and fucking <laughs> and I'm just and and I I don't I don't care. I don't have I don't want to waste my time with that. I know what I'm looking at. I'm like yeah. this is stupid. This is the dumbest, cheapest Chinese-made bullshit I've ever seen. Yeah. Nothing wrong with making anything in China, but it's just like Oh, 
cheapest bitter. Yeah, we'll do that. You know, and it's yeah. just like this is garbage. It's nonsense. It's crap. I, and I, I walk straight to the counter. This is what I need. I need this. And I need this. And I need this. That's it. What are you riding? Doesn't matter. Mm, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. well, I need to know what bike it is. No, you don't. Mm. I need this. It's I custom. need this. And I did this. Yeah, it doesn't. Whatever you type in your computer, it's not going to bring up. Like what I tell you will not bring up the right thing. Yeah. I was like, just give me these three things and they, I will happily leave. Do they sell you anything else? They tried. Yeah. It was like when I went into the one uh, off the 10, late lay laws. Late. Nah, I know which one you're talking you know, about. Talking yeah. Laid laws, Harley. And it's yeah. like this On enormous the side. Yeah, it's fucking huge. place. And I was coming back. This was when we still lived in the shop. And, you know, I still to this day order my oil online. Because fuck everyone else, and you can't get sixty weight oil. Anywhere. No, you can't. They don't anywhere. Nowhere. You know where you can get it? You can get it at Harley. Harley. Yeah. You know what you can't do? You can't buy a fucking case of it because no. they want to sell you two fucking oil filters for a bike you don't have. Yes, I said <laughs> I would like. I, I I was like, do you guys have sixty weight oil? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, okay, rad. I was like, um, how many come in a case? And he goes, twelve. I was like, cool. I would like to buy a case. And he goes, ooh. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean, ooh? And he goes, I got to talk to my manager. I was like, I really don't understand why you have to do that, but go right ahead. Mm. He walks away. He's gone for 20 fucking minutes. It, the room is right there. I can see him talking. Yeah. And he walks out. And he's like, all right, man, I got to sell you two uh, oil filters. And I was like, for what? And he goes, for your bike. And I was like, yeah, a 55 panhead doesn't have a fucking oil filter. <laughs> it could, but I didn't put one on it. Yeah. And he was like, well, I can't sell this to you. I was like, why? I'm trying to buy. I'm trying to purchase, you know, something that you guys sell. This is your whole fucking point. You're a store. <laughs> I walk in. You carry that. I want that. Give it to me. I'll I need give you that. fucking money and I'll leave. Yeah. And that's it. That's the transaction. This fucking asshole wouldn't sell me. 12 quarts of oil. And I was like, I'm so fucking confused right now. Why you won't just sell me those? You he should goes, have been like, He goes, dude. I'll sell you three. And I was like, I don't want three. I don't live near a Harley. I would like to buy a 12 so I can fucking have some on my shelf. So when I do need to add some, because it's a fucking panhead and it leaks constantly, I can just add some. I don't have to go, oh, fuck, I gotta go to Harley. Hold on, guys, we can't go yet. I need to go to Harley. So... His whole thing was just like, yeah, no, we can't do it. We're afraid that you're going to take it somewhere else and sell it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so what if I did? Yeah. yeah. You can buy the shit online. It's not like I can get any more money for it than you fucking sell it for. Did you have to buy a do-rag to get it? <laughs> it was kind of like that. It was kind of like that. He's like, no, you need to buy it. I, I wound up leaving. I said, you did? Fu- not really? No, I said, fuck off. I'm leaving. And I fucking left. And then when I got home, I got online and I specifically bought non Harley oil. No wonder you hate these guys. So Fuck much. Harley, you dude. Those drive all the guys, way down there. I hope someone from Harley hears this. Yeah. Because fuck those people. They probably will. I fucking thank God. Fuck those guys and everything they're about. You know, I wonder what the red tape is on customizing a dealership. It's probably really involved. I think it's pretty big. I heard. A story about a... I can't remember who told me this. But, a, you know, guy who... Got who started some, a, got some money together. He yeah. started his Harley shop. He's like, I'm so fucking stoked. They made him do it 
their way. Yeah. And he really didn't have any say in it. And he was, by the end of it, he was like, fuck these people. There's one that I know of that my brother-in-law worked at um, in Topeka, Kansas. Yeah. It's the coolest fucking dealership. Really? I mean, I would, I'll, I'll go, if I'm going anywhere near that part of the state, I'll go by there yeah. because they have, they have the upstairs dealership, which is pretty normal, right. but they do have some old bikes that they've restored downstairs up there. That's cool. But then you go downstairs to get some of the history and shit there. Full restoration operation Rad. and a, and a museum with collections from every decade down there with all the, <clears throat> the coolest fucking shit from, you know, factory hill climbs, right. bikes, all the way up through AMF. All the cool shit. All the cool yeah. shit. And um, and now they just added <coughs> the Evil Knievel Museum, which they went through and they got all of his shit, including his truck, that like his production truck that he drove around the country that had right. all his motorcycles and his ramps. That's sick. A full 18-wheeler in this yeah. thing that they... They fully restored it. Right. It's insane. See, that's fucking cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Why I can't do, more of them do well, something I under, like that? I understand that. not every fucking Harley dealership can be like that, you know, but it's well, like, yeah, it's but the little things. You could do something that gets you people. Fucking something to get people, you know, yeah. interested other than fucking high heeled shitty boots with 18,000 buckles on them and yeah. fucking, you know, <laughs> just like, it's like, good dude. We am got. I, am I, am I shopping for going into the matrix or gunning down a fucking high school. Like it's, that's the shit that, you know, it like, looks like, yeah. yeah, like industrial. We, we've got to take, uh, when we, I mean, we've been talking about riding back to Virginia for a long time. We, well, if we get that going, we got to go through there and go to that dealership to look at the museum because it's, it's wicked. Cool. I'm down. We got to do it before my fucking dad dies. Yeah, that's true. Then why would we go back to Virginia for it? Man, many years to you, Colonel. Yeah, we got our windows closing. <laughs> I suppose we should leave now. We oh, probably should. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go fix my bike first. Yeah. <laughs> you found a belt. <laughs> I did. I had, I had the right belt. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's the same length? It, well then what the fuck yeah, I just didn't have it on my bike I had the wrong one on my bike I had the oh I, I the see short one oh. it was the right the right millimeter tooth oh that's funny they for were the... both a mill the both 11 yeah but one was way too short for those of you who don't know I drove uh this morning I got a text from snake saying hey man I'm kind of stuck <laughs> what are you doing I drove out to the desert I think it was only an hour and eight minutes there was it found now? found snake under a little uh, little bush with some shade because uh, he grabbed the wrong belt. Yeah, we ran out the door. Yeah, well, the last the bachelor ride when I I roached you roached one about the same spot. Yeah, almost in the same exact spot. I was like, fuck. Usually, I only bring a belt with me when I go on a big trip. Yeah, and we're going to fucking Nipton. It's a few hours away. I was like, oh, whatever. I won't need one. Yeah, and then <laughs> of same, course not. Yeah, of course not. And then. You know, now I was like, I'm just going to Amboy. It's right over the fucking hill. It's two hours away. No yeah. big deal. You know, but after that bachelor ride, I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to zip tie a fucking belt 
to my front end and it will be there. Got to zip tie the right belt though. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you zip tie the wrong belt to your front end, it's not going to do any good. That's true. And that's what happened today. So, that's true. Yeah. I got home and I was like, I know I have another belt. And I was like, if it's the right one, I'm going to fucking. And I go into the, you know, I have a little really small specialty tools and stuff like that, you know, transmission shit and stuff. Yeah. Polars. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. opened that one up and I opened it and I was just like, oh, there it is. There it is. I open it up and fucking hold it up to the old one. I was like, exactly the same. <laughs> I've, you reminded me. I've actually got to order a new belt and a new basket because yeah. I stripped my belt it's out. Like shark teeth? I, that, shark, that shark tooth ate up my belt uh, right there in the Alabama hills. Yeah, that's right. You had to swap yours right there. Right. That's yeah. when we saw the. F- we never even touched on the fucking aliens. Oh my god! I'm we so never glad even talked about, about that, that because we saw the goddamn. We saw the uh, cosmic Skylink. covered wagons. Yeah, the Skylink fucking. That fucked with me, man. We never even talked about that all night. That fucked with me all night. That was such a big. Talk about it now. Oh my god! I, first of all. We How were are we gonna get we into were, that. I feel we, like that's a whole separate thing. Nah, I mean, it, it all started with some mushrooms. It did. It did. Well, never mind the fact that we had an hour previous taken a bunch of psychedelic mushrooms. Well, actually, it was just Not one mushroom. We split it in it's half. A big fucker, though. I was a big motherfucker and very, that's very heavy. Powerful dose of psilocybin. But I mean, we're sitting there talking and just bullshitting. We're well into tripping. And we could see the fabric by now. Yeah, of you, the universe. You're seeing, you're seeing the fabric and the grid and stuff like that, all the weird shit you see when you're on mushrooms or psychedelics or whatever in the desert, and it's all dark. And we're just talking, and I remember looking up, and I was like, "Oh damn, I am tripping. Those things are fucking. Oh fuck. Oh my god. You know, it's like fucking. There's this huge line of what looked like just stars, perfectly straight line, just perfectly straight, line. evenly spaced stars, just cruising." Just moving from one horizon to the other, and we caught it at the beginning when they were like right above us. Moonless sky. Yeah, moonless. So I, these things are. And bright. I remember looking up and going, "Todd, what the fuck? What is that? Tell me you see that." And you were like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And I just remember that we were just kind of freaking out. And then it went on for a while. There was that first little wave, and then there was that much longer wave. Well, I didn't even pick up my camera until the second one came through. Until the second one was almost done. We sat there and watched the first one go overhead like uh, we should go warn people we're being invaded. <laughs> like, what do we, what the fuck do we do about All this? All the speculation. Like, what the fuck is that? What could I that be? I felt so helpless. And I didn't even grab my camera until the, like that one disappeared on the horizon. The second one came over and I'm like, holy shit, I should be shooting this. Yeah. And... Um, I've actually pulled focus before on mushrooms, so there was you did a I, good could, job. I could I could really hit it. I was surprised, but uh, I yeah, I felt so helpless, man. I, you know when you, you know when like a, you ever had like a dog that sees uh, like, say a reflection, like your watch is bouncing a reflection oh, of light on the wall, dude. Kevin with a laser. Kevin with a laser. Yeah, he loses his mind. He thinks. The world is coming to an end. Yeah, he freaks out. Gets so much anxiety and freaks, and he's so helpless, and he feels like he's got to protect everybody. I felt that when I saw the invasion. I just, I couldn't. When, and I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know a a ton about NASA, but I'm pretty sure. Is it NASA? It's Elon. No, that was Elon. But uh, every time it's Elon. Well, now, but yeah. 
I'm pretty sure in NASA history they've never launched 120 fucking satellites at once. Not that in I a, know in of. a goddamn line. Yeah, and they just kind of circle around the planet, hauling like oats. Yeah, hauling oats. Yeah, and so that's never happened. So well, how that, should we know? Yeah, and I'm not keeping up on fucking Elon news. Sorry, Elon. You know, yeah. maybe now. I am now. now. Now at the stocks, I am. But yeah, uh, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but it's like I'm, I'm like yeah, I didn't know they just launched a thousand fucking you know. So in my head, I was the only logical explanation I could think of was. That is an alien superhighway. Yeah. And they, that is a whole civilization of aliens. And they are moving from one planet to another and they just happen to be going by, by our us. planet. Yeah. And what do they know? And it's like, just look, if everybody looks to your right, you will know. And at the right window, you look to the right and you will see uh, Earth, a bunch of dumbasses, and there's two ding dongs on mushrooms. Here's and, a know. bunch of monkeys. Yeah. About to blow themselves up. Exactly. You know, and. And so, and that's when you were like, the cosmic covered wagons is blazing trail. And I was like, this is the best name for a goddamn band. I really wanted a the cosmic yeah, covered. Now we got to learn how to play some instruments. Cause that's too good of a name. I don't know how to play shit. Copyright, uh, trademark. Patent pending. Patent pending. Yeah. I say we just make shirts. We, well, you know, we saw them again too. Well, like, with, with Justin, with Justin, because we told him the story and yeah. then went right. That's what made me think of it. Cause when you talked about your belt going, yeah, that's when it yes, happened. Yes. You were, we're in the Alabama Hills and you're, you're on your side fucking dealing with your belt. And Justin and I are just sitting there bullshitting. And I was like, Oh, there, right there. There's, there's the satellites. And Justin looks up and goes, Holy shit. It and made me like, feel better to sit, hear his response because same, he was blown away. He was like, oh my God, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I was like, thank you. That is the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I was like, it's not that crazy because we saw it the other night. Yeah. But that's how we were feeling the other night. And it's fucking mind blowing. And yeah, his reaction, it kind of put me at ease. I was like, okay, we're not idiots. You know, Did, and, then, and then it came again, like a different second wave in a different, a different angle direction. this time. So they'd shot even more up and they were like fucking going another direction. Yeah, they would have had to. I don't I don't get it, man. It's awesome. But my thing is, you know, people talk about like uh, robots taking over and shit. Yeah. You know, and then there's Terminator and there's Skynet was the major Sky, you're right skynet was the major yeah. bad guy right like oh it became self-aware and oh my god fuck humans we're gonna kill them all yeah elon's thing is called starlink that's even better but how similar is starlink to skynet, skynet. i know sky scar star link net eh, does anybody else not see a similarity here Dude, like and these what if what if the what if the robots he starts making actually look like Arnold? Dude, know what it's gonna happen? All these self driving cars, yeah, are gonna start killing us. <laughs> good thing we got our choppers. It's we'll a good thing, the I, it's a good thing I don't have a Tesla. <laughs> Do you think, uh, man? Oh, maybe. Oh what, my God! What is it? Really six twenty five? I don't know. Is it? Are you late for something? Oh, yeah. Uh, Emily is super upset. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Emily, to, I'm so I was sorry. supposed to be at dinner. Oh, text her right now. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I tell you what. Like, there, we'll either decide whether this is the end or if we, like, pick it up again later. 
Yeah, I gotta go. Okay, you gotta go. I'm an hour late. That's a hard out for you right now. Uh, That's my bad. Take her that cake that Nick made as a peace offering. (sighs) That's not gonna do it. Um, But I'm gonna take it anyway. Um, Anyway, this was killer. Yeah. God, Um, time flew, huh? Yeah, it did. Shit. Uh, I gotta get going. uh, Dude, we have been talking for two and a half hours. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, this is what happens. All right. Well, snake you. Snake you. (laughs) Snake you very much. much. Well, this was awesome, and uh, let's do it again. Maybe when I have a little more time. Yeah, man. uh, No, we're just starting. Get Get your bike fixed, and we'll do do another run. All right. All right. Later, buddy. Love you, too. Okay, snake you, everyone. I'm going to go now because it's been two and a half hours, and I really had a good time. I hope you did, too. That's... That's a decade right there. I've had a good run with that kid. Love you, Snake. Thanks thanks for everything. Um, before I go, I want you guys to know that you make this possible. And I hit a lot of walls trying to get this made. Uh, originally trying to go to the man to help me out with that. And I said, fuck it. We're going to do it ourselves and see what can happen. And it's working so far. So thank you for any donation that you want to make that's helping. If you donate to my PayPal because you enjoyed the video or the podcast, it's what keeps my wheels turning. And my my PayPal, if you want to contribute, is blue.todd, blue like the color, B-L-U-E dot T-O-D-D at gmail.com. And I'm extremely grateful. Also, if you go to my website, there's a store where I've collaborated with a number of brands. Well, just two at this point. But Wesco Boots and Tellison Denim, and we have made some awesome products. Very stylish, well-built, American-made products on the website that I think you're going to enjoy. So anytime you go to my website and buy any of those, that goes straight back into the show. Okay? And it's a lot of work, and I really appreciate it. I have to mention that the music that you hear in all of this is comes straight from the head of Rocco DeLuca in the hands of Rocco DeLuca, who just sits down at his tape recorder and gives me some music when I send him a cut. And it's a magical relationship. And Rocco, you are my spirit creature. All right, I'm out of here. You guys travel safe, and I'll see you down the road.